Bienvenidos al Roach Clip Podcast. Podcast. Sí. Desde Phoenix, Arizona. Everybody, shout out Rich. He just bought us some beers from Via's uh, Army. Hope you guys remember him from episode. Dang, let me see if I can guess it right. 107? I was going to say 94, but. I think it was under the. Was it before? No, I think it was after. It was after. Okay, uh, I was going to say 104. Can you try our new website, RoachClearPodcast.com? It, it was after Choice Chillington. So it's after episode 100. So I'm going with 107. What's your guess? 103, 104. It was like 105. I'm going 105 is your guess. I'm 107. Let's see. Let's see. It's going to be a little bit longer. And the winner is. We got to find it. Yeah, so check this out. Go to Roach Clip Podcast. I put put Roach. (laughs) Go to RoachClipPodcast.com. The uh, new website is live now. We're about to set up a merch store pretty soon. But right now you can check out the episodes. We got the links to our. I, the uh, Apple Podcast link, our Google Chromecast link, our iHeartRadio I link, our YouTube link, and I'll just keep adding links as, as I find them because I don't even know what we're on, bro. We're on all kinds of shit. What shows, <laughs> are, on, what shows are on there? Um, everything's on there. You could just click on click on Listen Now. It's going to be anything, bro. Click, click on podcast. Listen Now and then just go to uh, the Chromecast one. The you Google could also Chromecast. find From the Great Beyond on the same site. Same site from the Great We are one and one and all and all for one, man. We We've been having I've been having fun doing those from the Great Beyond episodes, dude. I've learned like so much shit now. Like I hear like people name drop certain names. I was like, damn, I learned uh, I learned that on the from the Great Beyond. I would have never I would have just went over my head before, you know, like mm-hmm. certain names and certain things. Okay. Now you capture Events. everything, huh? That's dope. What month was it? It's, I mean, it's actually really easy to navigate. I just didn't like know what month it is. I didn't know there was that many shows on here. I would go. To, I would go with. Oh, here month. we go. One hundred five. Oh, bunch of years on. You guessed one hundred five. Yeah. King J, you win. May twenty fourth. Beefy sandwich. You get two kratom pills. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Uh, <laughs> bottle of water and a magazine. I love it. And some stickers. Spectrum. Spectrum. But yeah, man, how did uh, how did the vote go <laughs> for for the light rail system? It went how you you would uh, expect. How you expected? Yeah. The, uh, the People they're, won. They're going to expand it. No, the people didn't win. The city won. Yeah, the city won. Oh, the city won? Developers, mm-hmm. yeah. So it didn't pass. So a, a yes vote would have stopped it. The expansion uh, will continue through yeah. South Phoenix now. It, you know, it's a lot of people are really disappointed about it. But the, other, the cool thing about it, yeah, I, I think, is that it really woke up a lot of people. And, um, like, we took a vote. We made them take the vote back. We made them, like, redo a vote. Like, think about that shit. And... You know, and that they, was all community right there. That was com- it, it was community. It was it was really a lot of um, uh, local businesses teaming up with the community, residents, and all that. So, um, you're thinking you're, you're thinking about some of that was already people were. Um, th- and here's the thing: what I really gotta make clear. So, if you're unfamiliar with what was going on, is 
Prop one oh Prop one oh five was on the ballot, and essentially it would stop the light rail from uh, being extended um, any longer. That's the whole city, not just South Phoenix. And the reason why this came up was because um, a lot of people didn't like the process and didn't like the whole essentially gentrification and the development that was going on without the community's consent. And um, the city of Phoenix and Valley Metro thought they were going to do, and, and just the federal government in general, thought they were going to do stuff uh, as they normally did. And uh, and we stopped that. You know, we made them check themselves and really say, no, you have to involve the community. And so the transit system, it's not that we're anti public transit but we're just and we're just against the way how it was presented to us how they're saying here's what we're here's what's going to happen here's how we're going to develop we're not going to you know you're going to like it we're going to give you money kind of like this whole like here poor people uh be happy with whatever we're going to give you but that wasn't the case there's a lot of other factors involved there's people are talking about the coke brothers dark money there's a lot of there's a lot of bullshit that's really involved in this but at the core of it it's the relationship between city and its residents, city and the community, uh, the municipality, and 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 the voters. And what it really did too is a lot of the community really said no, we did don't want this. And then a lot of these um, real brown progressive, uh, kind of like anti anti colonialism sort of uh, um, activists, you really saw their true sides, and they really sided with the developers, and they sided with against the community. So it actually really showed their true colors, and um, it's 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 kind of cool in a way. Like it, it was it was you're you're not about the community, you're about yourself, you're about money. So that was, I don't think again, I don't think of that as a loss. Like it it was really put on the table, and um, a lot of people were, a lot of people put themselves on blast, I and show and showed how much they um, how much full of shit they were. I still see it as a win, man, because you see it like how many non-voters went out and voted how many people that never engaged with community politics went out and yeah, shared expressed their, yeah. their concerns there was what 185,000 that voted and Damn. there was still yeah, so there was, was a and there was still another 15,000 that were still yeah. registered but didn't uh, no that were still uncounted for mm. just oh, yeah. verifying pretty much and I'm sure that a, a big portion of those votes have voted no which is a yes for the expansion. They don't, don't even reside in South Phoenix. A lot of words. So that yeah. I mean, if we want to get more into it, like I was actually talking to a lot of the organizers on both sides, and um, it was funny that they put a lot of this. They said dark money was behind this yes, and it was actually a lot of dark money was behind the the no, that one to say like firefighters are firefighters say vote vote no. I was about to bring yeah. that up because there's still signs up. So yeah, like you open dude, before I would never even pay attention to yeah. those fucking signs. And then I noticed, bro, there's a lot of yes and no on 105s. Yeah. You know, they actually have the banner, the posters out there, mm-hmm. the cardboard cutouts and all mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah, and you, you saw a lot of like, uh, it, it was just really funny because <clears throat> you see, again, you see a lot of people's true colors, but you see a lot of um, how it played out, right? Like literally in front of our eyes, like you literally see where you see dark money comes from, you see how corporations um, infiltrate like community grassroots organizations. If you don't have the right people in there, or if you're kind of, um, if you, if basically if you're privileged to a lot of the process. So, so many people are like, all right, cool. Like I get to be a voice or I'm getting money for this, or I'm doing this and that. That's where the power's at. But really you're just a puppet for this bigger organization. And it shows how easily 
something like that can be manipulated if it's not true and organic. And I think with the lot, how our country is very much in the state of um, absolute corruption, and that's in a way kind of being fleshed out, like flushed out in a way of uh, you can't hide from it any longer. It's either going to change or we're going to go. We're either going to be submissive and say, okay, cool, like they run, they they have the power, they have everything, or we're going to be like, no, we're going to stand up and fucking fight for this. Like uh, who was it? Zapata said, you know, I rather die on my die on my feet than on my knees as than live on my knees as a no than live on my knees, and um, that's true. You know, and you have a lot of the people who are really living that, who are really like, they're not taking, like you said, some people that don't vote, they understand like, all right, I'm going to play your game and I'm going to vote. And the thing about it with about voting is the number of people I think who just voted yes was the amount of people who actually turned out for the full election last time when it originally, because that's how small of a turnout it was Mm. when it first got um, uh on the ballot, uh, first to, got to approved. First got approved to expand the actual project. Uh, that was like early two thousands. So like, just the fact that the no votes alone count f- for that is is really huge. And and now it's a lot of um. Now there's gonna be a lot of guerrilla tactics that are gonna be used to actually fight the system now. And there's gonna be a lot of this uh. There, there's basically the, the there's three processes right when you fight the system. And there's um, with, against, and uh, I forgot what the third one is. In, or it's like inside, outside, and against is really what it is. So essentially what that means is in, in, or, in order for me to change this system, I'm going to put it on a bill. I'm going to vote. I'm going to do this. You're working with the system um, or in the system or whatever it was. But if you work outside the system, that's when you're saying I'm going to wear my own focus groups. I'm going to I'm I'm going to do independent studies. I'm I'm going to I'm going to organize outside of the government, right? And I'm going to do community groups. That's this whole like outside. And then there's this against and there's this whole, you know, protesting, there's, you know, boycotting, there's like a lot very much like um late Martin Luther King, early Malcolm X sort of uh, definitely Black Panther style. And I think that's woken up a lot of people within uh, within the city, not just South Phoenix. And a lot of people are saying, are, are kind of saying, yo, South Phoenix, you know, I pray, like literally I pray for you guys because of what's going on and of the displacement that's going to happen. And that's really cool because um, these people come from the West Side, Tempe, and that are, that are, um, that are really, that have really voiced their opinion as to like what's going on. It's not just about public transit, but again, about the, the system as a whole. So that's really cool because now uh, the same way at SB 1070, like uh, jumped off a lot of these Hispanic organizations to say to say we're gonna fight right we're gonna fight against this racism but they're gonna do it within right they're gonna start nonprofits they're gonna do all these things like like Lucha like Center for Neighbor Leadership Transqueer Pueblo all these places jumped off from from this one movement and um, a lot not not everybody but a lot of people who came out of these organizations ended up flipping and end up becoming sellouts and end up selling out their own um, their own people. And, um, and I think that's now going to jump off even more to the people are like, well, you don't even represent us just because you're brown or this and that. Like, a lot of times, like you have, you come from a place of academia. You for you don't know, you don't even know your own culture. Like, yeah, you're one part of it, but what about the ones that you don't talk to? Like, and lots of times it's like their brother or their cousin or whatever. And you know, we come from those sorts of backgrounds where 
we have those cousins who kind of think they're better than us or they're you know they they kind of they made it out of the ghetto right and then they're like oh those are my loser cousins that got pregnant at an early age or this and that and they hate they could go fuck themselves right and think about those but those are the types of motherfuckers that are running the system those are the type of motherfuckers that are like so like i'm i'm i say this to i like the i like that analogy bro how you put it it's your it's that cousin bro who made it out the hood you know now he's He's living in a nice ranch home with yeah. with four bed, five bedrooms, three bathrooms. You know what, Tolo? I made it out of the hood. You could have too. And I, you know, I got an education. You know, blah blah blah. You know, it's always like that guy. It was it was a cousin that got mad and took his ball and went home. Like those are the cops, right? And and they're like, I'm from this community, and you you are like, but you're one aspect. But it, they don't they don't talk to the cousins that they felt that that probably punked them when they were kids. You know. Um, or they always just look down upon you. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and it, it's it's really it's really bizarre because again, those are the people who they they came here as immigrants, and they got an education. They were the DACA students. They were all this stuff. And I I sat at these tables where I hear them talk, and they talk about DACA. They talk about all these. Um, they talk about <laughs> they talk about human rights. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, all you motherfuckers at this time. We're like at a. This is like a boardroom, right? And so they're like, everybody here is talking about DACA, but not one person is talking about actual education. Not one person is talking about, you know, these communities like South Phoenix whose who's funding is being slashed and this and that. Because I guarantee you, everybody at this table, whether you're trans, whether you're um, uh, gay, lesbian, uh, you're, you're, a, you're a mother, you're Latina, you you're immigrant, <laughs> all these things, oh, you still, <laughs> I, I guarantee you, everybody at least has their bachelor's degree. And everybody got quiet. So it's like, who are you to represent anything about people who don't have proper education? And um, it, it's it's nuts to to really see that sort of. Um, it's nuts to divide. see that, not not even a divide, but it's um, that that they're very aloof to. They think they know everything because they're immigrants, because they're queer, because they identify of whatever oppression Olympics. You know, they want a box, they want to check off, and. Um, when you tell them, when you they, they're so used to telling somebody else they're privileged, when you show them how they're privileged and what how they're oppressing other people, what? Like it's it's the most like it's the funniest thing because they get an instant reality check of of the same stuff that they've really been preaching against. That's what happens when you join the system, no? Yeah. I feel like you can't fight it from within. Like. We can push for a little change from within the system, but the radical changes are gonna come are gonna come from outside. In China, because uh, I, for one, out of like reading and all the information that I that I've came upon, I feel like the system is working exactly how it's supposed to. Yep. It was designed by the the Borghis, you know, the rich and powerful, to control power and to keep it on them, man. And then look at it from the day it was put in place yeah and we practice these these like societies that we've been living in that humans have been living in for generations and generations now man like it's the same thing we start off you know and they help out with some little projects here and there and shit next thing you know they're defunding schools they're defunding recreational parks they're taking tax dollars out of one city and one district and funding them into another one and shit you know it's like over and over and over police departments getting caught you know with scandals and 
makes you think, man. Yeah, it's it's a it's a system, right? It's a system of oppression. And I talked about that on the Great Beyond, uh, how I was saying, like, we talk about white supremacy, um, but it's not just white people that are that are um, that are. Thank you. It's not just white people that are benefiting from it. It is the it's because it's a structure, and not only is it men that are that are um, that are profiting. Yeah, it is women. It is women in the structure of hierarchy. It is it is anybody, right? But it's a it's a system. And uh, like you said, although it, the system is working exactly how it is, it's you know like Dave Chappelle said, it's not broken. It's sick, but it's working the way it's supposed to. And that's why I say, even though it it that that ballot was struck down, it was still put on a ballot. People still came out and voted. People still had their voices heard. And this says like we're not going to take it. We are standing up, and you are going to bring us to the table. Somebody like me who's who's you know i could say all these things but i don't come from this structure but yet i'm in these meetings right they're talking to, like i i taught myself to what is the type of stuff that they're going to look for and um just like on this light rail this light rail situation uh yeah where artists just to get on there the fact that um in in my panel where what people i were with like we got we got graffiti writers as to as to have uh installations on there like a literal federal contract but with these are motherfuckers who never dealt with that shit before who never dealt with budgeting and you know having to hire engineers and all that and these are these are graffiti they started off on the streets um tag bagging tag banging and now they're and and you look at victories like that right so even though the system is put in place how are we going to play the system against itself? How are we going to make sure that um, that we're profiting from it, that we're represented in it? And then we slowly take it over. The, sh- the system wasn't built in just a few decades, you know? Nah, but we, it's going to be it's gonna be very hard. It's an uphill battle for sure. And it's hard It's hard to find people that are down to do that, you know? There's it's going to be fun. Few. It's going to be fun. What's the trip? Because we have to get them in there in large numbers. We can't just have one person because that's just one vote. When it comes, when they're sitting in a room of people that have been doing this shit for 30 years, 25 years, 20 years, sitting in that chair, just taking money, getting their pensions higher, getting their fucking raise, their salaries higher, while cutting welfare, while cutting Medicare, while cutting all the essential Mm -hmm. things that people need to live a good quality life here in America. That shit's a trip, man. It's like, yeah, it's it's, we need to get more people in there if we're going to make a real change. We need more people in there. Well, we're doing it. Like, we're slowly doing it. And the people that we are putting in, we're realizing they're not cutting it. Uh, like this Carlos Garcia, he's our city council. Um, he went in there anti-light rail and kind of like anti-police, this and that. And he throws one fundraiser. This is Carlos Garcia. This is South Phoenix's uh, city council him. member. Yeah. Look into him. Yeah, Google him. You see him punch him in the face. No, I'm just kidding. Don't uh, do that because I don't it'll be inciting violence, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't condone violence. violence. So if you do it, it's not because of me. I'm just saying. If you saying, do them, get the motherfucker ex- to come on the Roach Clip podcast no, so and express those, his views those check and this out. concerns. Those no. opinions expressed by Franco don't reflect those of the Roach Clip podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but he... Uh, he can go he, fuck he, himself. He, you know? Oh, he can definitely go fuck all himself day. all day. So, But he but he threw this. He threw a fundraiser for his campaign with a bunch of developers. And next thing you know, he's pro light rail. So it's like, you fucking sellout piece of shit. They all so are, bro. They all are. Yeah. For things like that, 
for the people that don't know, what kind of action can they take to remove somebody from office? That uh, is basically a recall, and I, it's already in, in place. Mm-hmm. A petition, um, maybe. But the 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 real petition. thing, the real thing of how um, so he got a special seat because um, the current mayor was um, so the 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 the, ma- the mayor. Uh, Deuce? What the hell's his name? Oh, no, Doug Deuce. Deuce, the governor, right? Eh? Uh, Greg Stanton had to step down from mayor because he got a seat as a congress or representative, I think. I think a state representative. Council council member ran to, for his seat. That's Kate Gallegos, who was the who was holding South Phoenix's seat. She, she won the seat. Now she's mayor. So it was an open seat, and a few different people ran. Um... So the when the the real race happens for the next four years, that's uh, twenty twenty. His ass is pretty much going to be up at that point. So it's like, we're like we're just we're just testing you out right now, and you're already fucking it's up. It's like a wild card and shit. Yeah, like come on, dude, you're already selling out your, at a at a really close race too. So um, yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely recalls. You know, get out there and vote next time. Pay attention to who's running. Do your homework, like. Hey man, with Google these days, it's not it's not hard to do some research. But don't just go to a left leaning site or a right leaning site. Visit both. Yeah. You know, read. You find the facts by cross referencing shit, man. You know, you can find the lies, you can find the truth and what's what's really going on. Like you thought you would think you it would be both. the conservatives that would that were kinda like, you know, eating us alive, but no, yeah. it was the left. It was the Amen. left Democrats that were the, the progressives, the liberals. Like, it was, that's why, like, everybody was like, what the fuck? That's like, why I really dislike yeah. party politics, man. Yep. Like, it's like, oh, the Cowboys won five Super Bowls. They're dope. They're always going to be dope, but they haven't won a Super Bowl since when and <laughs> shit. Fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, but that's what I'm saying. You pick a team, you know, and, like, they probably perform well once or twice and shit, yeah. depending on who was in the seat, too, you know, because the person in the seat changes and shit. Yeah, so, so it's like that means the politics change. That means the views change. That means and then they make everything super extra confusing when yeah, they write yeah. these bills. So it's like fuck, dude. It throws you off too a little bit, you know? Yeah, like, that's the, that's and you got you got people explaining it to you one way, and then somebody else explaining, no, no, but wait, look, like, like that's not really what's gonna happen. What it says there, it's just it could or like you know we could change that ten years from now. Or it's always like <clears throat> that little. They throw curveballs, you know, and every from both sides, you know, and they oh. every time I read one of these bills late, like, what like the recently, fuck? Yeah, and you're like, the what the fuck? Happens. It's yeah. like, what, what does this really mean, you know? From the highest level, that's how it happens. And then what people don't know is that they're they're discussing these things behind closed doors mm-hmm. with both sides before they even come out as a bill. Like, oh, I'm not going to vote for that bill unless you remove this, you know, or I'll vote yeah. for it if you put this in there. You know, and that's what happens and shit, so... And what's crazy is like how much uh, the union, the union heads are like involved with that. Yeah. Not not so much anymore, but like how uh, you got to again when we talk about the process is like to de- disenfranchise a public takes a lot of work and takes generations of doing that. So when you have um, South, uh, not just South Phoenix, but Phoenix and Arizona as a whole that has low voter turnout, it's kind of easy for a few people to put who they want in charge, right? So they could benefit. Swing the pendulum. Yeah, and and they they get that benefit, you know, they get their benefit um, from whether it be development or so they could do their own business, so they could change a zone in one in one area to put a bar there or you know whatever to mm-hmm. push people out of their homes. And um, these aren't millionaires; mm-hmm. these aren't millionaires that are doing that. These are just like 
these are like people like our uncle, people that we go to church with. It's amazing how much people use the church. Speak uh, for yourself. Uh, I say I don't go to church. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy. It's it's really nuts, dude. Like the, they're really in every. Don't but trust that, nobody. That's uh, like funded by millionaires, though. Like they don't do the work; they just fund somebody's campaign to do it for them. Yeah, it's really smart. Uh, really smart businessmen. Mm-hmm. So they hire these hungry fools that come from these areas, and I'll fund your campaign. You gotta swing this way, though. And then, bam, they got favors down the road and shit, man. No, money makes people do some wild and crazy shit. We're in a shit. capitalistic society. Mm-hmm. Money, huh. money rules money hungry. this bitch, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Where we're the, we're the works where the, where, 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 nah, where the works going towards with the <laughs> cannabis. That's what's it called. What's it called? He's already on Fonquero mode right now. It's a glitch in the matrix, but what's it called? Like, There's a code for it. It's like a glitch, M something glitch, or it's. I'm I'll find sure. it. I've never been in the Matrix, yeah, though. Man. I haven't even watched the movie The Matrix. Whoa. Oh, I'm on the wrong show. Whoa. I fucked with Keanu though on that movie. Um, what's his latest project? Yeah, John Wick. John I Wick. I just saw part three earlier. Is it good? Yeah, I thought it was good. It's yeah. action. It's hella action. I like the first one. The bro. what I like about those movies, man, is the the, the choreography for the yeah, fight yeah. scenes. Man, sometimes they do like some crazy ass shit on mm-hmm. there. It's like, what the? Who thought? I thought yeah, that. So, <laughs> so I watched that video about um, Asan Manaj or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, there's well, a correction the on that. On HBO, he's Netflix. Netflix, oh, okay. Netflix. But so, he was on HBO, but yeah. So I watched the uh, Netflix episode. Of Nicki Minaj. And he like confused the shit out of me too, you know? But it was funny. Yeah, but he talked about. Um, how have you if they stop the expansion of the light rail right now they're gonna kill that whole project as yeah. a whole you know because this is like an expansion from the what happened what 10 years ago or whenever yeah. the fuck when they started out it's an expansion from the same project and if they would have said if you voted yes on 105 that would have killed light rail oh, forever the, the light you know the fun or at least that everything. part of, yeah. like that you know, I don't know how the fuck you could bring. You probably have to bring it back as a different company, yeah, a whole different project, mm-hmm. whole different set of. Fun. I don't know. How, process see, all I don't over know again. How, I'm just speaking out of my asshole right now. No, you're right. That's I don't know kind of what it is. Yeah. We would have to start the whole process all over again. Yeah, that's how know. it goes. Yeah. I get which my is, Which it should be when it's that messed up. Yeah, which it goes through a whole bidding process and all. So that. when you do stop something like that, you imagine where does that money go that was already budgeted? Goes back into the federal government. Yep. Government yeah. funding, but here's the thing: they get so, a new plasma TV. so you brought you brought that up, right? Of all, and I, and I say this all the time. South Phoenix Stand is up. is um is overfunded, but under up underrepresented. Oh no, I'm sorry, it's overrepresented, underfunded. Meaning, there's a lot of people that are saying they represent South Phoenix, so they get all these funds, they get all these grants, but none of the money is going back in. None of the money is being funded into the actual city right into the neighborhoods and so i say that all the time and this is a prime example of that this whole light rail shit's going on this whole everything's going on right nothing not one track not one hole has been dug on the south side to make paths for that light rail and there's already this people are getting paid already yeah there's engineers there's Pensions developers dude people <laughs> have retired yeah. people have gone promotions all this stuff has happened right in this time so that's a prime example when i say i'm in the wrong south business. phoenix yeah dude it, 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 it is it is um 
overrepresented and underfunded to the fullest, and that is one example. And that's just free. And I, I harp about South Phoenix a lot because a lot of the issues that are happening in South Phoenix are happening everywhere. And a everywhere. lot of the inner cities, yeah. inner cities is what you but, call but them, right? But you could see it and understand it, right? You, right. S- you see what happened in Harlem. You see what happened in sh- what's happening in Chicago. You see what happens in East Los Angeles. You see what's in Portland, right? Seattle. All these areas of, like, where gentrification has happened. And now they have huge um, homeless problem, right? They have huge... Skid um, Row is uh, multiplied, yeah. man. Like, the economy is, like, fuck. And, um... But that's why, so like, here's how it's going on. Here's how you avoid it. Nope. All right. That's your fault. Not your fault, but shit. Like, these were the signs. These were the signs to watch out for. And, um, and I think we understand that now. And I think we're getting to the place where um, people have had enough. People have had enough and people are really like, um, yeah. they're fueled up. They're really fueled up to do something, and uh, and they're they're ready to call out and just go to just go to battle with with all that shit, you know. And um, it's kind of cool to see. It's cool to see it because they're like you see people where people's real passions are, and it's not always with money, and it's not always with capital, and um, and it's cool to see that because people are doing that with their art. People are doing that with... People don't understand, like, even just smoking weed, right, in a state where it's not recreational yet. But oh, every, wrong. He said smoking weed. Uh, but, but every time we do that... Oh, you got blunt? Like, that's yeah. kind of like a protest in itself, you know? Like, it's saying, no, fuck it. Yeah. But, we're, how are you, but, but it's just something we do, right? So, cool. You call us a rebel. Like, fuck it. We're just smoking weed. We're just fucking not doing our thing. Anybody. Right? And, and, and now that, uh, like... Uh, um, What's his name? Gronkowski. Now he's a spokesman for CBD. Did you see that guy? See all that shit go down, dude. For in sports medicine. They they were talking about how Kroger is about to unveil their CBD line across (laughs) four hundred and thirty-seven stores that they have, dude. Oh yeah, Kroger is like everywhere. Oh yeah, Kroger dips into every fucking thing. In Cali, they're food so, for less. In Ca- in Arizona, they're at fries. This is, this is what I've been telling people for a while now, too, yeah. man. Since we started seeing Prop Two One Five in Cali, you know, and people got to smoke weed medicinally over there. I've said it for a while. It's like once Wall Street gets involved with cannabis, that's when it's gonna yeah. get legalized, man. And so those guys are gonna lobby for it. So you have like, someone like Kroger's, right? That's like they, they, they don't like fries and like Safeway Vons. Mm-hmm. And what's nuts is, uh, I don't know if this just, just happened, but um, but Aetna, the insurance company, how they own CVS, or CVS owns... They got uh, a CBD line, too. Do they? Yeah, or it's Walgreens, one of them. Probably, probably I got to look into CBD that. products, sir. Everybody's fucking stepping. Everybody yeah. thought we were spinning bro signs. Can't deny it, man. Just today I saw something on this Now This Future uh, page on Instagram. And it's now this, and they talk about, like, things that are occurring that are revolutionary in all kinds of fields. Well, they just found, like, some THC chemical or whatever you want to call it that kills cancer cells. You know, so it kills pancreatic cancer cells. So they just put it, and it's like a, ni- a small little Petri dish, you know, and all that with a little solution in it that they test it on. So it's small, but it's, it's killing the cancer cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, now we just gotta find a way to weaponize that to fight fully against cancer <laughs> in a larger scale. You know, so and that's all just from weed, man. Just imagine if we would have never had a prohibition on weed like that. 
You know, you know how much more advanced everything would have been. that could have been done, you know, yeah. since the 70s then. Because normal, and I know they're not all like for the people or whatever these days, but when they started out, they're a real revolutionary. In, instead, they find somebody like Theranos with some bullshit yeah, machine you know. that supposedly could, yeah. with a prick of your f- uh, blood prick from your finger, it could read like everything, bro. All your diseases, if you're prone to get cancer, if you have cancer. Oh. And mm. it was all bullshit, bro. This machine didn't fucking work. It was about the size of a big 3D printer. And then they fucking, they scammed Walgreens for like, I don't know if it was millions or billions. If it was millions, it was in the hundred millions, but it might have been, it might have been billions. That's what that lady, we talked about her on the podcast episode, right? I don't know, but she it's that, that, company. that lady, um, what's her name? She was on trial recently. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna be on trial. But dude, she's married to some billionaire now, bro. So like this kind of this kind of like finesse so much, so many people in Wall Street and in the medical industry with her fake machine, and she could never prove anything, bro. Like the FDA <laughs> would come, like show us how it works. Like, nah, I can't. It's fucking. It's top it's, secret. It's uh, proprietary. You know, she's on that Luke Wayne media tip. It's, <laughs> it's, it's proprietary. Quit, I can't show you. And, um, yeah, bro, so they put it in a few um, Walgreens, dude, and one of them was the one right here on 35th Avenue Dunlap. That was what they only had them like in two Walgreens, like in, in the United States, and one of them was here. Maybe both. I think Arizona was the only one who, who they first started with. And motherfuckers would come back with crazy, like, shit, dude, like telling the patients crazy fucking results. Then the patient will go to an actual doctor clinic or like whatever. an actual Just blood like clinic with Sonora Desert or whatever. They're going and then they'll compare, bro. And it was like way off, bro. Like the Sonora Quest was giving him an actual doc, but they'll take like a fucking, you know, a vial or whatever from from you. What they actually need. And they run them through actual machines. Like the actual machines are big, bro. Mm -hmm. And they need a lot of your blood. And it spins it. I forgot how it works, man. But I ain't no doctor. They like put some stuff in them. And then they spin them. Elizabeth. uh, Elizabeth Mm -hmm. something. What was the machine? Or was the machine called? Theranos. The government can't be that dumb, you know, to just let that shit slide. Because then you have other instances. That shows like you that they are that dumb, though, bro. Honestly, or maybe they're in on it. Elizabeth I don't Holmes, think so, bro, because Elizabeth <laughs> Holmes to to a certain uh, point. Uh, you know? I, no, it's because you know what happened, dude. She got like people that with big reputations oh, on her yeah, team, yeah. bro. Like these vatos. And these so fools would co-sign. You know what you so know? So they already have an end Exa- with these exactly. politicians. Exactly. So now you're a clique, and she got fools that are clicked up already. So, so it, made her in the par- it. it made her in the clique, you know? And That's and like Enron. Remember, Enron was like that. So these bottles were honestly put... I think they were fucking blindfolded by this chick's fucking mental game. So the way she played, she by straight up played them like a yo-yo, bro. By the suitcase she was walking the, money. the dog. <laughs> going around the world. She was doing whatever she wanted to these dudes. They're like, here, put on this blindfold, and here's the suitcase. I'm going to leave it right there. Don't forget it on your way out. Right. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes. Dude, at one point, she was probably one of the wealthiest people on earth. She was worth I don't know how many billions. But she was, and that was like in 10 years or something. She started the company when she was like 19, 20. She dropped out of school and finessed all these old dudes, bro. She took like one of the fucking Apple, one of the Apple's like main engineers, she took all these people, dog. Yeah, and like I said, she took, like, vice presidents and presidents from other companies. Which, once you're in the end, inner circle, like, all you need is a co-signment at that mm-hmm. point. It's like you going somewhere and bringing somebody. Hey, Tolo, check this out, bro. Like, I co-signed this fool. Like, 
I got my name on him. You know, I'll be all right, cool. Fuck it, run what you're gonna do. I trust you. Cool. Mm-hmm. I trust your opinion. I trust you'll stop it if he's full of shit. But nah, dude. They just she, kept printing. Yeah. <laughs> Jack the gang of people. So check man. this out. Under criminal charges, she was only um like really charged with um wire fraud. Like commit to uh commit. Fu- I'm sorry, conspiracy of commit wire fraud. Dude, she um, played with people's lives. Yeah. About that. All those people. That's what she got charged with. So there's a whole there's a whole thing on Wikipedia where it talks about her downfall, but yeah. Well, yeah, she do. She straight up played with pe- people's lives because she was giving people fake diagnostics on their blood. And they were prescribing them the wrong medicine, the wrong dosages, you know. Based off of those tests. Until people started coming back, though, to Walgreens, bro. Like, motherfucker, like, this shit's way off. What's going on? Or, like, they were like, say oh we can't do your test we got to send it out they can you give us a vial and then they'll send it off and these motherfuckers had an actual machine in their yeah in their lab in their, in their lab so they started so then they switched it to where walgreens had to send in all their blood but like not a prick they're sending the actual vials and you then these, like four or five vials or something so then these do, people at theranos were actually running it running it under um a regular one, you know, the mm. big, the big honcho. That's just like a conveyor belt, bro. Like the vial goes in and it just moves around this. Like mm. the machine ain't no. Had like the machine's ma- probably the size of this fucking room, you know. You need a. And it, There's like several machines in that machine that do different tests on the blood. Yeah, and she so thought, dude, she thought, dude, she could invent a machine about the size. Maybe a little bit bigger than that speaker next to you. Where you could just put the little print. Like, you know how people so check their, their blood, blood pressure? Yeah. Blood pressure. Blood pressure is a pump. Diabetes or sugar. Oh, well, yeah. Same. Oh, yeah. Check that. Check your sugar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. sucks because if these people are united together and they filed a class action lawsuit against these people, they would file bankruptcy and not pay out. Maybe they're waiting for that, but she, she don't have money now. Supposedly, she's worth zero dollars. or whatever, you know. But all they have to do is file for bankruptcy where they get a certain time period to manage their funds and disperse some property. But that's years still. They get years for that. I think she's going to finesse the game, bro, and still, get away with, oh like, yeah, some, you know, some, yeah. a fine. Fines, or, like, like a house Fargo, arrest or some stupid Just like shit. Wells Fargo a few years back when they got caught opening fraudulent accounts on existing customers. And oh, they yeah, opened bro. around uh, a couple hundred thousand accounts under people's names, and they were, like, depositing cents. Well, well I knew somebody who, who was a banker at a Walgreens, dude, and they opened fucking accounts up the ass bro yeah. so they open like 10 accounts under one person's name they made hundreds of millions like two 200 million or something like that or high in the 100 million because that's all the bankers were getting paid yeah. so they were on the system the more accounts you open with the debit card fucking thing tell them everything's free so let's say you open i don't know let's say the goal is 50 for the month and you get a bonus three thousand dollars on your check the commissions then so these fucking people, dude, were fucking opening accounts left and right. Just like they'll go, they open accounts without even like people who already have accounts. They'll just fucking open another one for them. It was a and shit send them a, of them, dude. Send them a fucking debit card, like here, and then most people would be like, "Oh, fuck it, like it's a new debit card or whatever." Mm-hmm. Like you don't really pay big attention, but they were doing that a lot, and they were getting their own family members to to keep fucking opening <laughs> accounts. <laughs> so they'll get like, let's say like you be like bro like open this account and then you'll come back a month later and they'll try to sell you to open another account for no fucking reason because that's mm-hmm. how they're getting paid these most fargo ridiculous bonuses mad bro. money man you know high in the 100 million and they only got fined 21 million so check this out bro i googled something bro i googled last year's or the year before um 
how much banks got off of direct deposits alone. I believe it was in the billions, bro. Not millions, billions. Mm-hmm. And who's paying, uh, the, I mean, the overdraft fees. And who's paying the overdraft fees is broke people. Why do yeah. you overdraft? Because you don't have the fucking money. Yeah. But, dude, oh, I need to Google that shit. Watch. Uh, it was billions, then. I, I think it was billions, billions between, like, the three banks, the, the three big banks. That's how they do it, though, man. This well, and yeah, and if you have under $500, right, they charge you $5 a month, right? Maintenance fee? Yeah. Or unless you had night direct deposit. Yeah, you or you got to use your debit card like a certain amount of times. Yeah. times. <laughs> All right, check this out, bro. You got guess guess the it's billions. Guess how many billions? I'm gonna say like between the three major ones, all three of them. So all right, let me. The report analy- analysis found that large banks reported charging consumers blank billion in overdraft fees. I want to say like ten. Ten billion, yeah. probably. That's overdraft fees, man. That's when you're just like overdraft fees. just overdraft. Just oh, I'm gonna say like three point four, three point four billion. Probably like 16. 16 billion? 11. 11.45 billion dollars. Oh, I was going to say 4.5. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's a trip, man. That's a lot, dude. That's, That's a, a lot, lot of, of money. And bro. all that money comes overdraft from fees. broke people. Overdraft fees. Man. Millionaires aren't overdrafting. People with money ain't overdrafting. Fuck no. They ain't paying any fees. That's just free money for them. The mom that needs the fucking extra gallon of milk. Or extra diapers. Diapers. Or like, fuck it. I got $3 in it. The, the, the card's going to go through. I'm going to get overdraft. But I'll just pay it. the overdraft fee. The whatever. That, that overdraft uh, fee is only $20, 30 mm-hmm. But it adds up between millions of people. People mm-hmm. that forget a bill is about to get paid and shit automatically. Yep. I've had that know? happen. Right. And it's like, fuck. And oh, yeah. Bills like, oh, paid oh, automatically shit. and you didn't want it to get paid. And then the days go by, too, man. Sometimes you can't. Like, I was going to wait till next week, but. It's a trip, dude. Well, I the hate that, dude. When I had there. to call them, I'll call me like, can you cancel? Like, nah, it's too late. Yeah. The only <laughs> yeah. thing you could do is close your bank account and, like, you don't want to go close it. And, like, They're like, you got, ten other, you, you got 10 other ones you could back. get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got all these other accounts you could go. So go ahead, close out. like, oh, you got all. We'll open up another one for you. We'll just switch it over to your other account. Yeah. Wait, what other account? <laughs> yeah, so bank business ain't no that joke, bro. That's not. That's 11.45 billion in overdraft fees. Or from the get-go, they banks have been That's not including list, anything else. From poor people. That's not including interest fees. That's not including the interest they gain from those 11.4 billion. You guys blaze? Dude, but that's how, like, banks started was doing shicey shit, you know? A lot of the banks originated funneling... Uh, well, J.P. Morgan's opiate, OG, right? Opiate drug lord money and shit, man. J.P. Morgan's OG of the game. Well, like in, in England, they talk about having like a statue erected of this drug, lo- this opiate drug lord that pretty much helped start one of the first banks and shit out in that area. Let that know? sink From in, China man. to all that. $11.45 billion. From poor people. It's a lot and of money. And we're over China. here fucking complaining about the dumbest shit. You know, we're spending... 400 million on this like motherfucker look at what your what our collective fucking money could do and then that's and small we put, and we put that overdraft fee into something else yeah look at what we could we could build anything dude mm-hmm. just cash now out imagine the checks. The, now imagine the kind of loot that the federal reserve is making just printing our money and that's, that's like a whole another level type and of they, shit and man. they make interest dude what? off the money they take from us so that's basically what are like insurance companies. That's all they are. They're interest banks. Now they found a way to sell debt too. Yeah, that's so how they you get do, you. Like <laughs> they get you hooked. Close out negative accounts or things like that, and you owe money. They can like 
just sell it sell your information to a collection agency and they did that on the show man that yesterday with what's his name or last week with uh it's this comedian on comedy central he does a show trevor noah trevor no no the other guy the white dude with the glasses oh he uh, bought he bought a packet of oliver million, john oliver i think so he's hbo like i think yeah. Yeah. but he bought he found out that you can go and buy these portfolios from collection agencies at a price so you can buy like a million dollar portfolio which is a million dollars worth of debt for a hundred k you know and they like send you all the info social securities addresses spouses everything all your info that you submit to get like a loan or whatever Mm -hmm. and shit they just send it in a spreadsheet gang of spreadsheets over to the office facts like not protected nothing like that dude like you could easily they can get jacked. They don't do background checks on the people that are buying these fucking portfolios and shit. So it could be like identity theft motherfuckers. You know, like it's all kinds of shit, dude. And it just costs you 100K to buy a million dollars worth of data, information and shit, man. And then you also got student loans, which are like backward loans, bro. They're the most ass backward loans in- invented by mankind. <laughs> you, Dude, my loan started at $30,000. And for some reason, I was like 45 now. No matter how much payments you send, that motherfucker goes up, bro. Damn. Yeah, I so you're, you're just feeding the interest fee. Yeah. Because they send you like Paying a... Re- interest. Okay, dude, your regular payment, if you want to pay it off like the 10 years they tell you, you have to pay like 600 bucks a month, bro. Like, do you want me to not live anywhere and not fucking eat? Yeah. You see how much you're fucking... These jobs are paying people. They ain't paying shit. Shit, yeah. They ain't paying a goddamn thing, man. Yeah. So these student loans, these student loans are as backwards, bro. You could you cannot put them in your bankruptcy. So if you go if you file for bankruptcy, you can't put a student loan in there. Whether if yeah. mine's only forty five fifty thousand, but it, I could put a three hundred thousand dollar home on a bankruptcy. I could put a million dollar home on a bankruptcy. And take I could put a billion dollar fucking empire I fucked shit. up on bankruptcy. No. Donald because they're gonna get the money out of, back. Out of student yeah. loan though. But a student loan, nope. Not no health bills. This fool can't afford his student loan, but fuck him, you know? Fuck that kid. You know, at least they... Sh- and they don't... do. they're ruthless. They don't even wait. Like, let, let me at least fucking get something going in my life, you know? Motherfucker wants it right <laughs> off the bat. It's a trip how, like, you don't have to have, like, collateral for that shit, right? You're 18. You could be 18 years old. No yeah. history. Oh, no credit you. history. Dude, they make it sound so good. So when you go in there, bro, they tell you, fill out this FHA form. Oh, so you're approved for this much federal funding. But they make it seem like it's like almost free, dude, I swear. They make it like the way they word it and present <laughs> it to you, bro. It's almost like a gift from the government. I swear to God, bro. And they make it like all happy. Like for real, dog. Yeah. They got this magic trick like a motherfucker. They present this trick to you where you're like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to make a lot of money. And, you know, once I... I could pay them fucking how I want to, and it's not gonna when be a I lot. To. And it's not gonna be a lot of money. I'm gonna owe them. Bull fucking shit, bro. Bull fucking shit, dude. There's old people, dude, in their sixties giving their flat, happy. You know, oh, I just gave my final payment for my student loans. It's crazy how much people throw parties. Tuition has gone up these days too. And like how good is that degree that you got in 1973? How good is that hey, degree man. that you got in 2006? I was working at a Chevron. When I first moved out here, right after the whole housing collapse and shit, and the economy just took a shit on everybody, mm-hmm. and people with master's degrees were coming in to work at Chevron, yeah. dude. You know, and like oh, straight up, in. yeah. Yeah, my, boss, my the owner would tell me and shit, and it's like he's like, damn man, it's fucking sad and shit. You know, like a lot of people put faith into 
the stability of this economy, man. And then one day, within like a process of what, how many years at Goldman Sachs and all of these dudes were doing this insider trading shit, and then bam, it just collapses and shit, man. Yeah, I paid and these fools. I paid them for seven years. You would think that. You know how much my thing went down? Two hundred dollars. It was like fifteen thousand. It only went down to like fourteen thousand eight hundred. I was like, and probably was paying what three hundred, four hundred bucks a month, right? Uh, two fifty for that one, and then the other one I was paying another one fifty. So, and that was like every month, dude. Like, and I didn't miss one, dude. And like, I called them and everything. I'm like, let me see my records. Then I'm like, why? Um, I pretty much paid you the full amount already. And like, how do how did it only go down two hundred dollars? I don't and then they're all like, we can only look back for 53 weeks. We can't look at your whole history. I was like... What? That's stupid. <laughs> and they're protected by the government, dog. Uh-huh. Well, it's the government loans. They're all federal whack, loans. And they took over that. They're right? the making you where you got to pay that shit pretty much your entire life. Here's pretty what happened much, with this company, bro. Yeah. So the original company I started paying was Sally May. Sally May got such a bad rap, all these fucking class action lawsuits and shit. They changed their name. Their name's now... Navian. Navian. It's the same exact company. Just to change name. They changed their name. I could log in with my same exact account. They just changed the name relie- of the whole that company. That relieves them of anything Fannie Mae related, though. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's that, and then it's like the <laughs> other company has a bad reputation. So now this is a whole, like, uh, to people the people that don't know nothing. It's a whole different school. It's a new company. Uh. It's a whole. It happened with Amway. So Amway in the, ni- in the 90s or early 2000s, they got caught for scamming people, bro. Amway's like this pyramid scheme shit where they like you sell a fucking beauty products yeah. and shampoos and then <laughs> they make you buy like $400 worth of shit first and then you got to buy all these books. So they found out the only people making money, bro, are like top. the f- three, four people on top that are making money off the books and the CDs you have to buy because they force you, bro. They're In like, order to participate. all right, you got to order the 10 CDs this month and get read these two books. It's like Scientology does that. And then every, every CD is mm-hmm. like, I'm telling you, the CDs are probably 30 bucks, you know, for the month. Now they probably send you an MP3 link. And then you got to, and then they tell you to listen to it, bro. And then when you listen to it, it's nothing but people bragging about how much money they've made through it. Look at me now. I got a fucking mansion. I'm, my yeah. drive drives a Bugatti. So they sell you this fucking fake dream. And this dude from uh, <laughs> Dateline ABC or one of those went undercover. But it was like a long time ago in the 90s, early two. So. When that shit came out, like right, like a little bit after, they changed their name to Quickstar, I believe. Quickstar for a while, but they were running the same scam under a new name. So now it's like when people, when you go tell people, hey, you want to join Quickstar? It's not Amway no more mm. anymore. But right now it's Amway again. It's crazy shit, bro. It's a, yeah. <laughs> they call it a legal pyramid scheme because even they tell you to say that. Be like, people ask you if it's a pyramid scheme. Just say, yeah, it's a legal pyramid scheme. And then they have these mm-hmm. fake values, bro. They, they live by, like, Christian values, according to them. I went to this big event, dude, in, uh, in uh, Las Vegas for them, for Amway. I went to this big event. It was a two-day thing, bro. And you had to pay 100 bucks a head to get in there. And it was just a bunch of fucking fools bragging, showing, like, slideshows of their house. This is shit. what you could give. You hustle. What I did, you know, I read those books every month. I made sure every time I go in my car, the CD's in there. I, I converted my CD into MP3, so I put it in my MP3 player or my iPod. Or what do you call those things? You know, like old people try to get all, fan, like all funny. Like, what do you call them things my daughter has? 
Like, shut the fuck up, bro. I went with to one of those with some people from that church I was involved with. So they sell you. So all they're doing is selling you this fake dream for on stage. Uh-huh. All these fools, one after another, <laughs> half hour. You, you went as a representative of Amway to go. Like you, you were an attendee. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I'll just. just yeah, he was ready to become, I was ready to become a fucking billionaire, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was ready to sell the entrepreneur. Once you realize, like, what the fuck? This is bull. Once you realize that, and you're like, this is stupid. I knew it was bullshit, dude. I joined for other reasons. Oh, what'd you yeah. join for? Huh? What'd you join? Free for? coffee and donuts. Free coffee and donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was married to this, uh, <laughs> to this crazy chick, and her brother started it. So the reason why I ask is support uh, this dude. So I would do it. Every meeting, everything, I'd be like, dude, I would always, as soon as they left, I'm like, these fools are full of shit. You know, my skeptical ass. But the only reason I did it was fucking because of that. Like, I was yeah. like, fuck it. Let's support this shit. Let's see what the fuck it's all about. But the more you see it, dude, look at that. I made the same exact business card on Vistaprint. Huh. I swear to God, that's my first Victory Custom fucking card. So <laughs> they're full of shit, dude. They're, they're full of shit because you got to be up on top, you know, to fucking sell that. So I went to that two-day event, Saturdays, motherfuckers <laughs> bragging. They tell us to go, like, the, on the Sunday morning or early because, like, this famous pastor, dude, I don't know what's uh, one of those viejitos, you know, that sit down through the sermon. Billy Graham? He's, like, 500. One of them <laughs> Billy Graham-type characters. He was pretty big. You know, he had a pretty, at the time, it was, like, Facebook or some shit. So he had, like, a million fucking likes or whatever. That about the fucking talks, and then they pass the fucking tray. He makes everybody like Donate. feel guilty for not donating like at least a hundred bucks or some shit. At like, least a hundred. I bucks. swear, bro. He like took it to that level. Like the more you give, the more like the Lord will bless you type of bullshit what? spiel. And it was like uh, the it was the Orleans Arena in, <laughs> in uh, Las Vegas. Just yeah, that's wild, dude. My dad, like Wait, the, the church he goes to right there. Yeah, he's all like the pastor. He's the same way. He's all, a lot of people left. He's all that shit used to be packed. He's all, but now hardly anyone goes because he was the same way, dude. He's all like, there's not enough money in those things, whatever they pass around. He's it's all, y'all need to fill it up. Baskets. Y'all need to fill it up some more. Dang. And like he'd get mad, bro, and there wasn't enough. He's, I need to pay rent too. I got bills and uh, like, like straight up like that, dude. I'm like, that's fucking Damn, we wild. We could meet at the bro. park, I say, you know right? What I mean? Recreation center somewhere. You don't. You don't need your own building to meet they and talk basket. about the Lord. Talk about the Lord and they passed that basket before and after. That's the what all the old school, <laughs> all the old school people are in the same beliefs, and they grew up on going to church every Sunday. Yeah. You know, and new generations are. They don't really like, care. Man, the pastor don't work. How you the fuck's he rolling up with cars of the year and shit? Dude, the first. The first day I told the first time we told my mom we didn't want to go to church, dude, that we didn't <laughs> do that shit. Oh, bro, it was chaos at our house, bro. All hell broke lo- loose. It was like a screaming, and I was like, probably like 15, so it was like 12 or 13. And I was like, dude, I, I told my mom, I don't want to go to church. Like, you guys go. I don't fucking enjoy that shit, and I don't believe that's that whole bullshit, you know? Oh, dude, she's like, what do you mean you're not fucking going? You're fucking going because I'm telling you you're fucking going, <laughs> but in Spanish. And then my dad's like, dude, calm down, mija. Like, let's calm. just go. Like, well, me and you will go. Like, just chill. Fuck it. They don't want to go. Who gives a fuck? But let's just me and you go. Now nah, my mom wouldn't fucking let it go, dude. And then Eric's like, I don't want to go either. Like, I don't <laughs> believe that <laughs> shit. You mean I can sleep in? Now, nah, bro, like, every time you go, it's like the same shit. Like, you realize how fucking much bullshit it is, dude. Yeah. Like, same words. It's like, no, I was like, this this is just yeah the pastor whack, says this dude. you say that you know see, what's crazy you see the pastor take off in a sick ass whip and like <laughs> hmm <laughs> and you're supposed to work 
I talked I yeah. talk about the Lambo. What's up, Franco? <laughs> I talked about how I went to a private school uh, before, and it was a, it was a it Catholic was a, school, it was right? A Catholic school, yeah. And um, you know, it was a private school, but like you know, we had to do a lot of volunteer hours and shit, like to get in there. It didn't just come out of pocket. Um, so I went, but a lot of kids there, their parents had money and they could afford to send them there. So it's funny because you guys are saying that. So I kind of grew up going to church like every week, sometimes twice a week, uh, multiple times a week, I should say, because I would go to my school and then, you know, family and whatnot. Wednesdays, Sundays, like five times on Sundays. Right. Yeah. For the Spanish and English. And the Korean one. Or what are you? Filipino. A Filipino. Yeah. That's uh, Our Lady of Fatima back back in the day. Korean Jesus. Like on (laughs) 21 Jump Street, right? (laughs) Instead of the little uh, Jesus cookie, they gave you uh, kimchi. (laughs) Full go church hopping. (laughs) I'm I'm Asian, so nobody don't write the, don't write uh, (laughs) <laughs> I like how I give all these disclaimers. Hey, I'm Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Filipino. <laughs> I'm everything. I can say all this. I can say all this. It's okay. I'm Catholic. <laughs> Jesus will forgive me. No. Um, I can say it by proxy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I got Filipino and a black dude. Damn, I could go all out. And a special ed. I can't here, so I can't talk shit on white people today. <laughs> I mean, I'm white, so. Oh, yeah, good. Damn, yeah, you represent. <laughs> Two communities. The Aryan Brotherhood. <laughs> you represent like Nas on Nomadic. There you go. But, um. What I really learned by going to church all that time was learning how to sit there and tune it out. So people, my, my <laughs> stepmom would ask me, so like, what'd you think about the sermon? I was like, I couldn't answer. Like, I literally just learned how to tune that shit out. You're all spaced out, daydreaming. Yeah, because it was always around, I was always around godly stuff, right? My school or whatever, the, my parents. Yeah. So it was like, eh, it was just, a, it was just what I did. It, but it wasn't anything like, oh, like, it was cool because like, that's where my friends went, you know, school. Like I said. Before I go look at the chicks. There. That's <laughs> how I was with, with my ex-wife. So I would go to yeah. church with them. And it was crazy, dude. Like, fuck. It was this <laughs> church in Lake Elsinore. And my homie Sergio would show up and he'd be, like, all ashamed. Like, we'd be both ashamed. Uh. That, like, we're, seeing, <laughs> that we both, we're both seen at church. Uh, <laughs> it was, like, this uh, Calvary Lake Elsinore. That's what it was called. Hmm. And then he was, like, he'd, like, sit back there and run the boards. So he's always all proud of that. Like, yeah, dude, I just come around the boards. Like, he acted like he didn't care about the fucking yeah. sermon. What's going on? But on the way home, dude, my fucking lady would be like, what the fuck? Did you like the sermon? I'll be like, I don't know. What the? What are you fuck? talking about? Yeah. So I was like, cutting the woods in the roof. <laughs> no, but I'll be like, I'll try to be like, oh, yeah, it was good. Like, that motherfucker was making a lot of sense today. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was good. So like, what did album. you think? So then you get some little input. Because you already know the whole spiel. Yeah. yeah. You already know how it's going to be flipped and how everything goes. So, I yeah. Remember. So, yeah. God did send those two bears to attack those kids because they were making fun, <laughs> fun of a bald guy. Yeah, that was incredible fucking right. story. That was an incredible story. I only shat my pants, <laughs> shat my pants twice and pissed myself once. <laughs> you yeah, almost got me. Oh, testament shit is ruthless, man. It is. You guys that think I'm lying? How huh? that's a real story on the Bible? Yeah, is it? Yeah, yes. God, <laughs> God sent like these fucking a family of black bears to kill these kids because they were mocking the bald guy, like making pinche pelon. <laughs> 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 what the? Uh-huh. <laughs> he killed. He killed fucking. He's Job, He killed he's Job's uh, family he's, and shit. Aquaman. Job's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of killing. There's a lot of killing. I was, I was getting heavily into it, man, and then I started asking a lot of questions because I like to. When I read about something, I like to read about what 
started it? Who started it? Who was involved in putting it together? Get more in depth. I was just, I was a pretender. I was trying to do fake right. it the whole time, but it would like fuck with my mind so much. It did, man. It so did. I was always fighting with fucking that girl. I was constantly asking always my pastor fighting, questions, dude. man. So I hated it, dude. Mm. I was like, because like behind my head, I was like, I don't believe any of this bullshit, but I got to pretend I believe mm. it. But so I was, I was living worst. like this double life in my brain, like. I'd rather go fucking jack off, you know, and <laughs> smoke <laughs> spice or some bullshit. Cause fuck, that's true, man. What always saved me with my dad what? was uh, I would always I would always say something random, and uh, it would it would impress him because kind of like what you said is like these kind of far out stories, but uh, but he would be like, <laughs> it was just okay, like that sounds right, but I would say it um, not at church or anything. I would just relate it to like normal everyday life or some shit. And so uh, he would never question me because if he didn't know if I was right or wrong, and I think my dad was just trying to make me, mm. you know, be more godly and whatnot. But uh, submissive, I think that's submissive just, to the that's spirit. That's just trying to follow mom's fucking like. Oh, mom wants you to go to church. Well, no, my parents so. got divorced real, uh, when I was real young, so my. But oh, my, so your dad but, still followed those rules, or your, uh, was your dad was the the god? No, guy? see, not even. And my dad, I think my dad didn't want to feel like a hypocrite either. Hmm. so he'll kind of like try and be like okay he should follow the you know whatever's taught but um so i think when i would say shit like he wouldn't care yeah because he'd be like eh, it sounds right like it sounds it sounds good like sounds good. It's yeah my son. he looks but, Korean. yeah <laughs> but my mom on the other hand like i had to go to church like she didn't care what i know it's like you hmm. just go because like her mom was actually my her father was supposed to be a priest or some shit i don't know you look but like a was, samurai yeah, I did. Ca- I did catechism. So catechism is a Catholic faith type of thing. You, you yeah. do it's like classes you do before you do your first communion. So those shiz- those classes were dope, though. You learn because we'd always uh, not that dude. Like it's like a gathering of people of kids that went to your school and kids that didn't go mm. to your school. Yeah. So Fresh like you were always paired up with kids your age. So we'd always just fuck around, you know. Finish the little because they give you in the beginning of every year they give you a booklet. And that's what you go through throughout the year to fill out the blanks and shit. But I was probably like 12 or 13, and that shit was fun, bro. It took two, year, two years of school. Dang. It was only every Wednesday, though. It was in every but you Wednesday. hung out, though. Like, you had your homies that you hung it's out that, with. It's that, the community yeah. part that people, I think, really exactly. like about it. Like, that's the support system that it brought out. That's what I was saying. So, like, church, I'm just there, like, zoning yeah. out. But that's everything what I saw else. In it. But a lot of people are, like, completely oblivious to what the scripture really calls you to do. Yeah. You know? And things like that. Yeah. And that's the things that I was I was tripping out on because I, I stumbled upon the book of Enoch, you know, which is Noah's grandfather. And he talks about the times where he saw the angels being casted down to the earth. How old were you? If you don't mind this? me asking. Uh, like when you, when you kind of like enlightened. No, nah, this was I was older, dude. Okay. Yeah, this is like four or five years ago, six years ago. Oh, okay. you know, and I was like, I was really learning it. I it's was like studying mid, it and everything. Mid-20s? The Christianity. Mid-late 20s? Non-denomination. Oh, that's okay. what they call the Anunnaki. I was learning it, but fa- as a faker. Because I never believed. Yeah. So I, feel, me, I filled out the books. Okay. I went to the schools, but I was never a believer. To me, I never believed. And then I just, one day I was like, hey, you know what? I tried all this other stuff to get my mind right. I was, a, I was suicidal, you know, and all kinds of things were going yeah. on in my life that I was out of my control. So I was like, man... I'm going to just go and learn, you know? I'm not going to just blindly do it. That's good, you know? though. And I remember I sat through a couple sermons before I even got to talk to the pastor. And I told him, like, hey, man, I want to learn, but, like, don't sugarcoat it, you know? Like, just, just be real with it. So I would ask him a lot, man. I would, uh, he gave me a big, a big ass study Bible and everything. And I stumbled on the book of Enoch. And this is, like, when I started, like, all right, man, this seems like bullshit for real, for real now. 
Because then you read about the Book of Enoch and all these other scriptures that didn't make the cut by the canon that put together the Bible. Yeah. What's the Book of Enoch? The Book of Enoch is Noah's grandfather. But that's not in the Bible? No. It's like forbidden text. Like you're not supposed to read it. It Literally is what my pastor told me. He's like, oh, you shouldn't read those scriptures because they, they put it together this way. To guide to help you build a better relationship with Christ because that's the way the God did it. Because if, if if God didn't want it that way, yeah. then we wouldn't but, be. But my response was like, so we don't believe what they're saying. So God spoke to them the same way, scriptures and other, they wrote it down. But we're just gonna ignore those parts of the story. They're they're not like God was. Those just, don't work God for God was us. just joking. Is pretty much the way yeah. I asked them. Like. And he was like, uh, he was stumbled upon. I, I asked him a gang of questions where all he could say, let's, just, let's pray about it, brother. You know, and it was just like, because I was always in there, like, very, like, inquisitive. Like, Man, dude, like, why is it like this? Or last week we studied this part of the Bible where we're not supposed to boast and we're not supposed to do this. But then this point we're talking about pride and our faith and things like that. You know, and it's like, oh, it's completely contradictions. And, like, and I started reading more about that. Once they told me, oh, you shouldn't read that stuff, you know, it's kind of like, and I was like, man, why would it be there? Like, you're not supposed to read it. And I started reading about, like, King James, you know, and alterations that he had his people make to it. And then Constantine, you know, and you read about all these people that had a major big influence, influence and they altered the scripts, man. A hundred percent. And then you find scriptures, dude, that, like, have completely altered just to entice the reader. Yeah. You know, to make it more like but that's what you want to know like who came before them right like how did just, that how did I wanted to know these the truth. people come about exactly and this. it was like oh you're telling me that God's word is infallible uh-huh. but that's then you find all this other stuff that you're yeah. telling me isn't true that God spoke to these people but they we're pick not and choose bro and I was like yeah I'm not about that you yeah know, like, that's what they call like the Anunnaki is like they call them like the fallen angels yeah. like, so to me that that just led me on my own little quest for information and knowledge and reading about other religions you know and what they believe yeah. in and it's crazy how similar they really are man and it's it's or, obvious or they why they believe them exactly yeah and then they stem from all these like ancient teachings that we're completely oblivious about we really know nothing about you know and it's been hidden they've been altered it's been destroyed it's been perverted it's been corrupted you know like i don't i don't trust it man like it's, it's it's bullshit. It's, it's just not for me. If it's for you, fucking go ahead. Just don't harm well, people yeah, with that bullshit. Exactly. But that ain't for me, dude. But these major religions do, man, because they have a political voice now, man. Yep, they exactly. Use the churches have it is, they lobby, yeah. man, and yeah. you have pastors openly voting. Like I said last time in congressional meetings, man. Like, come on, man. That that's saying that if if all of y'all in this room are conservative Christians. Dang, man. Like Last time you mean uh, from the great beyond. That's dangerous, <laughs> man. That's, that's religion. Every that's Saturday. Christianity still having a say in how the life of non-believers should go. Bro, I would even go to like those Wednesday fucking services. Bible studies? or Bible studies yeah. like on like another off day. Because yeah. Wednesdays was like church day. Sundays was church day. And then I forgot what day was like Bible study. So you go to like these random people's homes and they bring food. And then you just talk about the Bible and... They tell you to read a verse the week before (laughs) and what it meant to you. Those are the things that I loved about it, man, was meeting all these interesting people that were passionate about learning about this thing and going to their homes or coming to my home, hosting book readings, you know, things like that. It's something I've never experienced. My show was always hotbox. I can (laughs) fucking invite him over. I wasn't blazing at that time or drinking. I wasn't even swearing, dude, for like a year straight. 
Damn, yeah, it was a I'm trip. not even going to I was trying to be disciplined, man. I had built, like, a little, uh, What you I say, like, like, gosh darn it a lot? Yeah. Little Ned I, Flanders? I had people having to say, <laughs> you had to say a Bible verse before <laughs> we ate dinner in my house. God, Somebody had to Oh, man. nice. You know, like, not just, like, read it, but why? Did, did you do the, what was it called, the pickling? Or what'd you call it, the pickling? The, 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 what the Mormons do? The Mormons. Or what they do, the pickling, when they just lay the penis on the vagina? You ever been to I never, the, you I ever never been said to that, but that sounds interesting. You ever been to a Mormon temple? Nah, I never have, Church but I met a couple Mormons. Don't call me on that. I thought you were, you were going to clarify but it, but it was our, the listeners are going to be like, what the fuck? This motherfucker is talking about pickling. You got to, like, dress up. They got temples for, like, the dressed up and non-dressed up. Because they're so divided. Uh, yeah, reli- religion's crazy, man. There's people that are so fucking hypocritical, though, because you know them deep down inside. Like, let's say family members, where yeah. they could put on an act with their friends and with their church people but you know deep down inside who they really are mm-hmm. and you're just like damn this was a piece of shit you know these people are fucking sorry people because well it's cra- mm-hmm. crazy because everything you just and the reason why i asked you how, how old you were uh when you kind of when you kind of uh when you realized everything like not that it was bullshit but that all the cr- corruption or all the bullshit that's involved in it i was um i remember i was a teenager corruption and I was sitting, uh, cause I'll be at fucking church all the time. And I, fu- and to me, like I actually had a really good experience with it. I, I just, it was a lot of people that were involved, and a lot of the politics that go on with the Vatican, and a lot of stuff that's kind of make me, made me step away, and um, me questioning my faith has actually brought me closer to it in a lot of ways, and an yeah, under- yeah. understanding. So um, I, I don't want to come off that I'm a bashing former Catholic, blah blah blah, this and that. I don't believe in God. I don't want that to come off as like a bitterness. Because um, the reason why I say this is I, I, I was about a teenager, maybe about 15 years old. I was also an altar server, too. So I was really like, involved. I was involved in my church. Right. Yeah. And um, I remember sitting in the very, very back in the last pew. And I was just, that's just kind of where I was with On children. the last pub. <laughs> <laughs> and Who's these, last these, pub? The these, priest? <laughs> There was these ladies that would always come in like fi- like 15 minutes late. Pickly. At least like sh- they would always come in late after we would start, and they would sit back. No, no, they would they would up the middle pew first, like like boom right there. They would sit right there because they were always late, and um, and they would just sit in right there. Just just two <laughs> right there. Yeah, just, just like, like lounging right in the back, right in the back. Right in the back. Just audience, close your eyes and red, just imagine like it. redheaded lady, redheaded middle-aged lady, and a and a brunette. They look like yeah. Betty and Wilma, like those <laughs> and uh, yeah, older, older like kind of not. Yeah, you, they used to do drugs, but not okay. anymore. Type of stuff. Now they now Born they stay then go to church. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but the thing was is they would always come late. No big deal. That was just their thing. But whenever anybody would come in after them, they'd turn around and give them a dirty uh. look. And they'll give him a dirty look and just, uh, and I was like, dang, like, I remember, because I, I would sit, um, like I said, in the back. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it was kind of like a T-shape. So I would sit ba- on the back side, on the sides. Mm-hmm. They would sit on the back side in the middle. So it sounds a little confusing. Anyways, so I'd always see them doing that. And um, that's when I realized how hypocritical it was. That's when yeah. I realized, like, how, how fucked up people were. And that's the people that are going. So it was weird. Like, at that age, I, I saw Some all that. Yeah, some people. Because like There's I said, a lot of cool people. And that was when I realized like you can't trust any everybody that says they follow the Lord. That's mm-hmm. you can't. And not saying that people that do, but again, there's nah, people that are going to use that just to make power. them feel good. Yeah. The majority. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said sorry, guys. I'm stuff. good. Like, dog. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good for the week. I'll be back next week. But like my, my issue wasn't really with the people. 
in the church because a lot of them were kind of they didn't really study the bible you know so a lot of them were just there to play their part on sundays man mm. you know but they were how, cool how people, they grew up but they were cool you know it was, my problem is more with the leaders of the churches man mm-hmm. you know like i it, it angers me that they dupe people how you they, know, they take the their sheep. money you know and that shit and it's like like, group, like a youth leaders or like like priests the leaders, the leaders okay. that get the money the main Bro, guys okay. they, they call there's, you there's fools flying around in private jets they got fleets of private jets they got mansions you know they got all this shit you know they don't work that's all they do you know that one that one pre that or he's a minister that's always he's backing trump he always backs mm. trump he's a younger cat doesn't really matter but they kind of they saw him at one of his sermons and they literally priced out like his vest to his shirt to his shoes like his shoes alone are like a couple grand that's and, the stuff uh, that, like, yeah, that's, that's the stuff that <laughs> That's fucking yeah. crazy. Like, just the shoes alone. His red bottoms. His high heels. And those guys, they they use their church, their power that they have over their people, and lobby. They're pretty much like lobbyists, man, yeah. for political shit and corporations and things of that sort, man. Like, it's, it's a trip. That's just sex, man. That's, yeah. that's the issue I have with the churches. And I always ask people, too, like, you're you're being christ-like but you're supporting the corrupted shit you're supporting these food stuff and it's like when jesus came down in the bible you know like who did he have an issue with did he have an issue with you the church goer the prayer the guy that's really trying or did he have an issue with the church leaders that were corrupted and misusing the word and being power from it was he against the system you know and it's like he was against those people man yeah, and it was flat out he came. Where, where are you at with this, Jamal? Like, do you, well, do, you pr- do you go to church at all? Like, I'm I'm just curious. I've been to church well, probably a couple times when I was in. <laughs> Jamal just school. woke up. Sorry, <laughs> audience. <laughs> uh, name. But other than that, no, I've never really been. To the, church. the reason I ask is because like you're, you're mid thirties. Jamal just hoes, dog. <laughs> that fool don't do anything else. But you're your mid thirties, late thirties. the news on Wednesdays. I'm in my late 30s. Okay. Mid 30s. Yeah, late 36. Early 30s. Tola and me are, my, are in our early, and, and Prodi are in our early mid. Well, I'm, I'm 34. So mid. And then so you're, you're in your early 20s, right? Than me, yes, eh? Okay, mid 20s. And you think about right that, right? <laughs> no, no, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> how do you like late, early, early, early 40s? Uh, early 40s? Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because I know Prodi is uh, my 40s. age. Yeah, Prodi's so, 32. So you had to be yeah, a. The same 31. Yeah. So you had to be a couple years older, and I'm mid 30 so that's what I was asking. Anyways, um, the reason why I ask is because when you look at these kind of age uh, age ranges, especially to Jamal, you kind of see where like you notice it, and you're like, "Fuck this!" To where you're like, "Fuck this completely!" Like you see that why you're saying "fuck this," towards like complete um, disconnection from it, and and. I, I see that because we talk about our parents, how our parents were trying so much to force that down our throat because that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And now to the point where it's like, no, it's that's I'm not a hobo. I'm not, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm employed. I'm doing shit. And it's, um, and I, I, I realized that because, uh, uh Mario with the, fun, uh, with the, the Funkettos, shout out. They're going to do a set tonight DJ, at rips. DJ Mars one. DJ Mars one. I remember being friends with him in high school. And we were um, we, we were in class. He's a he's a year above me, and then uh, so he's always been like a big brother type. But I remember like when I found out he didn't go to church, 
I was like, your family doesn't go to church? And he was kind of, he was pretty, like, he, was, he wasn't like a crackhead. He wasn't a hobo. He wasn't ghetto. He wasn't <laughs> committing that was cra- a, That's what they had instilled right? in you. Exactly. And I was like, what? And you're, oh, not, yeah, you're not crazy? Like, what? And he's like, no, I haven't been to church or whatever, this and that. And I remember being like, damn, like, that really blew my mind. And it's like, it's like when you, when you find somebody who doesn't smoke weed, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's like somebody who, like, you don't believe in Jesus? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, top, I saw that at that church I was at when the whole legalization for cannabis came up here in Arizona. And they were talking about it. And all the people were, like, full on against it. Like, oh, no, nah, this, this, and that. You know, it's a drug. And it's like, wait a minute. You know, I remember talking to my pastor in the Bible study classes and just asking, like, but you think God or Jesus would be better? You think it's a better choice to take a synthesized drug? Or a Have natural plant. Have you tasted his blood? Or a natural plant <laughs> that was put on this earth by before him. even humans were here. By him. You know, and it was like so. For him, by him, like FUBU. So the He's nat- the original grows, FUBU. We don't have the to plant FUBU. seeds for cannabis to grow naturally. You know, so. Dude, his, his blood was made and, out of wine. And I was just like, so. Yeah, so yeah he was an alcoholic. You know, like, why? why how, it sounds more like you. That's a political stance than a Christian stance for my from my point of view. What if it, they instead of the Eucharist, yeah. they made us take hits from a blunt? What if Ludacris was really Jesus Christ? That's what Dang. I'm talking about. What if? I, I thought he was. Bows. What if Jesus what? is like an alien? Bro, we used to. By this master geneticist. We used to go to. Uh, me and Prodi used to go to. Or Prodi and I. Let me speak correctly. Sorry, m- sorry, Miguelito. Grammar. 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 So uh-huh. Prodi and I used to go to church with my parents to this catholic church in uh in marietta and we'd always get there late so they put us in the room with the with the speaker and you could look through the glass kind of like right there bro oh yeah. so you weren't allowed pretty much in the, the so it's still in the church it. but it's like the extra room they open when it gets overcrowded and there's uh. seats and then you can only see the pastor through a window so they close the door and like be- people with babies go back there because the babies be crying and shit the pastor gets all fucking pissed Oh, go take your kids back there, you cocksucker. You're just like, yeah, calm down. Yeah. Damn, that's a ruthless ass pastor right there. Really? So, Joey oh, Diaz. Nah, he didn't oh, say that. Damn, that is <laughs> no, he'd get pissed on time to go back there. Oh, all right. Like got on this. Yeah, they were, so we used to sit back there and then, dude, my dad and fucking Proli and myself, we'd just be cracking jokes the whole time because the, the pastor had an accent. <laughs> so the, the mask was. <laughs> your dad? The mass was in Spanish, and he was like some fucking Russian dude or something. Uh. So he spoke Spanish, like he was from like the Netherlands or something, like really white, uh-huh. dark, uh, white, white skin dude. And he would just like, but he knew Spanish, but he actually, he spoke it with this funny accent, and then we'd make words out of like what it sounded like he was saying, you know, just make our own little sermon. Yeah, out that's of it. one thing we always did, dude. It was always a comedy <laughs> session, dude. dude, dude my dad, dude, my shit. dad be dying, and my dad get punched by my mom. My dad's like, hey, shut up, dude. Your mom's fucking mad. Like, I know we're trying, but you don't fucking. <laughs> that's what keeps going to and shit. Yeah. You're the one with the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one coming hard over here. One, one of my teachers was like that in grade school, at the Catholic school. He was that dad that made jokes, but he was really cool with a couple of kids, so. Uh, we had one priest that sounded like he was always cussing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. It, it, remind, it brought a, a quick memory to my Shout brain. out Mr. Loduca. If it you're out there, Mr. Loduca, <laughs> what uh, up, man? It brought, a quick, it brought a quick memory <laughs> to my brain. From uh, I used to be a bus driver, allegedly, for Riverside School District. <laughs> That's the second school district in, in Arizona, bro. It's like old. That shit was built like in the 1800s. So I was a bus driver for that school. And then I was driving the special needs bus. And these motherfuckers weren't <laughs> like, 
real special needs. They're like the kids that didn't behave in a regular school because oh. they fought too much. They're always throwing fits, launching fucking desks against the walls and shit. They were like angry. Angry. So they put them in the school where they're allowed to get hammed up and shit. Like their teachers are allowed to tackle them and ham them oh, up, like be rough that? with them, hope? bro. Boom, like that. Yeah, school like that. It was hope. So oh, it was hope. Hope oh. was one of the schools. My well, for real, that's where I'm at now. So, dude, it got to the. I work with Hope. Hope High School. Yeah, with the Hornets. It's a high school, right? Yeah, there's those crazy bastards. Yeah, <laughs> nothing but bad school, dude. That's where all the bad kids go. Yeah. That's why they want to be there. So I was driving the bus one day, bro. Shout out Hopes. Driving my bus because one uh, a set of kids went far all the way to um. Bell Road and the hundred thab. Or hundred and something thab. Like there's this Albertons and all these car dealers. That's where I knew where to turn where the Albertons <laughs> was. And one day, dude, I was because I had to take the freeway on that fucking little I was driving the little bus. <laughs> I would have to stop door to door, pick them up, make sure that they went in my bus. When they got off the bus, I, I couldn't leave till they got inside the door type shit. In case their parents weren't there, I told them to get back in the bus, won't make phone calls. I had like a book with all their info. So where was I? Fuck, before that. Uh, you worked to help your bus driver. You worked special oh, yeah, needs so with the driving, kids. I was driving down the freeway, and this little motherfucker gets up, dude. This little fucking black kid. Little dude, like five, six years old. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's funny. To me. But I'm driving. He's fighting with some other kid, dude. He's fighting with some other kid, and I keep telling him. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. We're just going to call him Jamal. Jamal. Calm down, dude. Like, why you why you fighting, dude? Calm down. Settle down. I don't want to write because I hated writing people up, dude. Yeah. I hardly work. did that. Mm-hmm. Had to get really out of control for me to write it up. Yeah. I got another story right after that involving that same kid, Jamal. But this is one story. So so I told Jamal, calm down, dude. And then he's like, I had a bald head, bro. Bald. Completely bald that day. And he's like, shut up. Shut up, dickhead. <laughs> I swear, bro, he's like, you're hitting like a dick, motherfucker. <laughs> I swear, dude, this little fucking kid. Like, <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, this, in my head, I'm laughing, bro. But I was like, dude, sit down, bro. I'm going to call your mom. He didn't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> so, I, so he chills for a little bit. I'm driving the bus on the freeway down to 101 North over on the west side, like passing Westgate and all that shit. I'm driving, dude, and I don't see this motherfucker get up. He creeps up and punches me right in my fucking jaw, dude, while I'm driving. Oh, what? A la virga. While I'm driving, bro, I pull the bus over. I fucking yell at that fool. Allegedly. I, allegedly. And then I call somebody. I call. I pre-call somebody and, and told him to pretend they're a cop. I might pretend they're a, you're a cop and just fucking scare this motherfucker, dude. He's out of control. So I might do. There's a cop on the phone, dog. He's all the nephew threatening him with arresting him and shit. And he calmed down because like a month before that, my bus had broken down. So they gave me the minivan to drive that day. There was this like that whole like month till they fixed my fucking bus. I was driving a minivan with uh, two, you know, two rows of seats mm-hmm. fit like two fit in the front and three in the back. And I was I picked them all after school. It was in the afternoon. And usually they're fucking calmer in the afternoon. In the morning, they're all up ready to fight. <laughs> in the afternoon, they're all tired, fool. Like, they fall asleep and shit. They already done fought, like, so many times. <laughs> yeah, so that fucking... No, angry because they, they didn't eat dinner. They fucking had to go to fucking bed with, for, for a meal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that little kid, Jamal, starts fighting with the... Arguing with this little white kid, bro, with long hair. He lived right by my parents' house, that little white kid. He, looked, he reminded me of, like, a little Kurt Cobain. You know, a little six-year-old Kurt Cobain. Maybe and this fool fucking Jamal, dude, 
was sitting behind him on the and i had to put him in fucking baby seats and shit bro that's how small they were like they had to wear like and this motherfucker <laughs> knew how to take it off and everything dog <laughs> so we're they were sitting there dude and this fool just grabs the kid's fucking hair bro because he was sitting be, uh behind him. jamal was sitting behind kurt cobain and he just grabs kurt cobain's hair bro nobody could do anything for to let him go and that little kid was fucking screaming for dear life. Well, I didn't know what to do. I said, fuck it. I called 911, dude. I'm like, I'm a bus driver, and this little motherfucker is fucking out of control. He, like, he won't let this fucking dude's hair go, and I don't want to yank him off because that's going to fuck. He ain't going to let go. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. He's just going to pull it harder. Out. So, fuck, dude. Not even, like, two minutes, bro. Like, three sheriffs show up, bro. It's like priority shit when you call for a school. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in Peoria, so fucking, there's probably, like, top Cops top priority there. Yeah. So, like, all these cops show up. Because I pulled off while, like, I got off the freeway over probably, like, by where the new casino's at now. It was, like, a gas station or something. Or not even. It was, like, some warehouse. I pulled over, called the cops show up, dude. And he when he saw the actual cops come to the fucking van. That's, I'm oh. telling you, this kid's five or six years old, bro. Like, no joke. Five or six years old. He finally lets go, dude, when he sees actual fucking sheriffs, you know? And this mo- the sheriffs grab him, fool, and they put a scare on his... They put the cuffs on that little motherfucker. They threw him in the back of the car and then just fucking told him to fucking chill the fuck out. But he that's when he got out of control again, so I just had somebody... I didn't want to call uh, the cops again, again yeah. but he calmed down, dude, and that was his last incident like that. It was crazy, mm. dude. Like, oh, no, I'm gonna go to jail. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. Yeah, those crazy. those adventures were crazy. Makes you think that it sucks the back the background that he's coming from to be so I asked, that way, man. Dude, so child. I asked for a, a bus aid, bro. I kept asking them for a bus aid. Like, dude, these fuckers are out of control. Like, I could just drive the bus, dude. I can't be watching these fools and driving. Drive the bunch and get punched in the face. <laughs> so this old man, dude, that's been at that that worked at that school for thirty years, bro, until he retired. He lived at that school for like 20 of those 30 years. A little house that they built on the side of the school. Just for him? Yeah, so he lived yeah. there in case the alarms go off and shit. He's like always there on, mm-hmm. on call. So he's like, dude, you're a pussy. He kept telling me, like, you don't know how to control these fucking kids. I'm like, dude, they're fucking crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> he's like, dude, I'm going to go with you one day. So he finally came on with me one day. Dude, this fool was vicious. He's uh, just face punching him? No, he's just like, <laughs> he's like, which one of you little shitheads is, give, shitheads is giving my man trouble? And this is an old man telling these fucking kids, and they're all scared, bro, because he's yelling at them. He's like, I don't want none of your shit, none of your shit, none of you shitheads messing with him. He's like, which one of you is the fucking, the, the, the downest motherfucker, like, that could fucking beat anyone's ass? And everybody points at this bigger kid. He was, like, 14 already, bro, played on the football. He, like, always bring me CDs with his highlight reels of football, and he was fucking banging. So everybody points at that fool. He's like, all right, from now on. That's Victor's bodyguard. Any of you little shitheads fucking mess with him, he's fucking uh, authorized to beat the fuck out of you guys. Like that, bro, talking to them like that. I was like, what the fuck? This old man's crazy. <laughs> so then, like, he only went with me that day. And the next day, the, the fucking, that older kid, he's like, hey, Vic, am I your bodyguard? I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. So he was always hamming motherfuckers up that got out of line, yeah. talking back to me. Like, so... Dude, it was peaceful after that. And then I would always uh, bribe him with candy and Takis. So if you, like, behave the whole week, I'll give you some candy on Friday on your way out to your house. Ah. You know, because then I asked all their parents before, like, beforehand, like, can I give them a piece of chocolate and, like, a bag of chips? And all the parents said, yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, if they didn't behave, I wouldn't give them, I would still give them shit because I felt bad. 
But there was this kid that always fucking talked shit. And then be like, because he was the last one I dropped off. He's like, Victor, you're not going to give me nothing? <laughs> I was like, here, dude, get out of here. Like, you crazy bastard. You're like, hell no, nah, you being bad. Sure. You never flicked him in the head? Fucking kids. Nah, man. hell no. Nah. Nah, nah, fuck no. That's the last. I never touched nobody. I don't trust nothing, bro. Like, I, that's why I didn't give a fuck. If they fought, they fought, dude. They asked I, me, I, like, yeah. And I would just turn off. My camera was always off, fool. Never on. There was a switch where you could turn it on or off. Now they turn on automatically. Yeah. But I was like a bad cop back then, you know, like you leave that. that bitch off. <laughs> I, I, I there was this, this uh, a mm-hmm. homie of mine who used to work for like allegedly, a, allegedly at after school program. No, he wouldn't do shit to him because he same thing. Like he's like, I ain't gonna touch his fucking kids. I ain't gonna, I'm gonna no allegedly lose my for cool. me. Yeah. Oh, allegedly, it's all allegations. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he had a, he had a dream writing. yesterday. There was a lady he worked Weird with. Uh, I think her name was Victorine. Who she was like this older black lady. And she would always be talking shit like these fucking kids, this and that. Like, oh, and uh, there, there was a couple of those badass kids. And <laughs> she, what she would, what she would have, what she would have it with them. Uh, she would walk because she had like a limp, and she would walk by, and she would just walk by, and she'd wear these like thick ass Nana heels, you know, those grandma heels, and uh, just just smash their toes, just crack, and then this victory you smashed my toes she said oh I'm sorry baby hi <laughs> 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 yeah, that shit was man. funny yeah I used to work with um, recently I used to work for a foster care system hmm. not a foster care system but or Lisa Ray's it, it foster was a, system no it was an after school program but they worked hmm. they had foster kids okay and uh, and one, one time they had me watching the three and four year olds and they weren't bad. They're, they had a couple kids that were just real, They're like, you could ha- tell they didn't have any, um, they didn't have any uh, boundaries. <laughs> and, uh, but they're funny because they're like, you know, like three-year-olds that are bad? I don't know. It's funny. So I kept laughing. But these two, I was trying to get them to sit around in a circle. And these two, I found out later they were brothers but uh, or, or foster brothers. But anyways, these, uh, they ran away and went to go sit on this little toy, uh, toy tea table. And I was like, get over here. Like, like get in the circle. I'm getting kind of getting frustrated with them. And uh, they weren't listening to me. <laughs> and then for whatever reason, the table fell. And uh, I think because their weight was on it, yeah. but it fell hard. And they uh, <laughs> they started crying because they were like, boom, and they like hit their butts and their backs. <laughs> they were fine. Yeah. But, you know, it was just pretty funny. I did laugh at them. I said, see, that's why you don't, that's why you listen to me. Schools are a trip, man. Yeah, but it was funny. Because oh. at that place, they didn't give a shit about the kids. Like. If they were crying, they were crying, yeah. but they did that to themselves, so I laughed. I didn't hit them. I didn't Dude. do anything. I went to this probation school called Masada on oh, 189th nice. in Maine, and, like, that shit was a trip. It was, like, in this old warehouse that used to be, like, a meat locker type shit. Damn, where Rocky used to train? Uh, oh. Nah, they didn't have, like, the meter. It was just a facility <laughs> and shit. Nothing was in it, but they had, like, this warehouse area that had a, pretty much a cage. With a vending machine in it Just and a me. gang of tables and the kids that did it and behave in class and all that. We're all teenagers there and shit. Some of us are 17 and it was like half day kids and then half kids from group homes that were like, from they Groupon? got arrested. Group homes? Oh, I thought you said groupon.com. <laughs> nah. They got, they get arrested, you know, and they get sent to like, <laughs> they get sent to jail, juvie, or some of them get sent to group homes when their families dysfunctional and shit like that. So they got to live at these places for like a year and shit. So, but they would take them to that <laughs> school, man. And that was a trip. That's that's where I got most of my credits just for attendance for high school. That was like the longest school I ever attended and shit for high school. 
And I, then, I had to go to a probation school. Remember, Brody, when I got caught stealing at Target? Because no. I was underage. I was 13. Oh, shit. This one and was I got fine. greedy, bro, because like, I went one day, and I came with <laughs> fat, bro. Death Row's Greatest Hits. All kinds of CDs <laughs> and uh, movies. CD players and shit. I had... Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, the this CD. would come with all kinds of all kinds of shit. shit. Colognes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Like nah, I was like 12, so that's just real. <laughs> that's just real. And I still remember, dude, the day it happened. So the, the, the day before, me and my homies went after school. We just ransacked, bro. We filled up my backpack and walked out. No problem. So we got greedy because, like, dude, we had so much shit. We're all showing off, you know, the next day at school to everybody. Like, look, dude, Death Row's Greatest Hits fucking nate dogs album let me show it to you my new cd player check this out fucking um uh what's that movie with will smith about the end of the world with alien invasion so independence they had just came out on yeah, on vhs shit. on vhs but i had all kinds of vhs's dude and then my, i still remember getting home my mom's like damn where'd you get all that i'm oh my friend let me borrow it like motherfucker who's letting you borrow a fucking record store worth this shit <laughs> <laughs> that still has security tags on it so next day we go, do the same thing. So <laughs> we fill up the backpack again with bullshit. And then on the, as I'm walking out, brothers, I still remember, dude, like vividly. There's a fucking fire truck driving in front of Target with Santa Claus on top, waving at people. <laughs> and then like pointing at my homie like, look, dude, Santa Claus. That shit's fucking funny. As I say that, bro, two fucking hands just grabbed my fucking shoulders. <laughs> it was two fucking security guards. Now you're coming with us. I was like, fuck, bro. Yeah. Start crying automatically. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're going to call your dad. I was like, nah, don't do that. Like, fuck, dude, this one's going to beat my ass. So the, um, they call my dad. My, I like, come pick up your son. We just call him stealing. My, I heard my dad, dude, on the phone yelling, like, pissed. He's like, fuck that. Take him to, take him to jail. I don't want him. <laughs> so I start crying even more, dude. <laughs> like, no, dad, no. And he found the cops like, nah, we can't take him in, you know, like, you uh, got to come get this motherfucker. So he, he's all right, you're going to go wait for your dad in the cop car, dude. So he had the cop car right in front of the double doors, pretty much. And he puts me in the back of the cop car. And handcuffs? And uh, yeah, handcuffs. And the fucking one of my teachers fucking walks by, dude. I fucking dug, dude. Like, I didn't want that motherfucker to see my face. Oh, shit. My fool already hates me. Now he's going to see me behind the cop <laughs> car. <laughs> And, yeah, dude, I had to do um, probation school. I had to do, like, 40 hours of community service with, like, the neighbors and shit. Yeah. Like, did you still, had, did you still after that? Sign it off. No. You know what's crazy? So I, no, I got scared because I was like, fuck, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm glad I got caught when I was young because yeah. I go to jail now, like, as an adult. I used probably. to do, uh, I used yeah. to do uh, loss prevention at Best Buy. So I'd always catch kids that were, like, 12, and there was a group home next to, next to us. But see, and I didn't want to call the cops. I didn't want them to, you know what I mean, be all fucked up and be like on this bullshit cycle. So it always scare them. And because what you're saying reminded me of this group of kids who were, um, they stole a bunch of headphones. And uh, I just found a bunch of open open packages. I said, like, where the fuck did this come from? I looked and I found, saw those like a group of like boys. And they came the next day, they got greedy. And I started watching them and, you know, I was already onto them. So like, you know, whatever, and I, I was scared, like, yelling at them. I, I didn't want to call the cops. And I wasn't trying to get them in trouble or anything. And it turned out, like, a couple of them were uh, were undocumented. Mm. And I was like, dude, you know what could happen? With and once, you know, I was just like, they were crying, <laughs> man, just making them cry. And I was like, I know I stole shit yesterday. I, I, I really scared them. I was like, 
and I got their information. <laughs> like they had like their student IDs, yeah. and I took down their information. Like I was like, I know, I know what school you're at, and this and that. I was like, you, and I, no, but I said, bring back all the shit you stole the day before. I was like, I'm gonna be cool with you. You bring back all the stuff. I'm not gonna call the cops. <laughs> this and that, and um, then I bring back all the stuff, and like everything was cool. Like I was like, dude, just don't fuck up. But yeah, I, I wanted to scare him, right, to not ever steal again or go rookies. down that. But there were some people. <laughs> but there were some people that would really like um, oh, not call shit. the cops. Like fuck, you know, fuck this and that. And it was like with kids. Damn. I just wonder if like was that ever effective? And that's why I was asking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it worked on me. Yeah. But I didn't I, get a chance. Be, before that, dude, I was a jacking machine, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would show off because, like, this older fool, this older cat, now, like, I would always jack shit and, like, take it to my dad and sell it to him. Stereos. He's like, dude, because I would tell him, like, bro, how do you jack? Like, when my dad wasn't around. And then, I'm like, how, how would I jack video games? And that fool told me, bro, like, yeah. you just got pushed one of the fucking things over because it was, the lock was, like, in the bottom. And it was, like, a fuck, it was a glass thing that would interlock with this metal lock like a slide he told me just push the window hard enough and it's gonna go over it trust me he's like, i don't go over it but he's like, i just grab it he told me how to grab it and where so it won't make that much noise and i was like me and eric went one day bro <laughs> it, just, it was just me and him dude like regular day be like hey let's go to target bro. allegedly allegedly i'm gonna try this shit so me and probably went and i'll fucking pop that bitch open bro jack fucking street fighter street fighter 2 turbo on the sega genesis Dude, I was so fucking happy, bro. Like walking, walking home, like that. We All just pumped got this up, shit. yeah. <laughs> More here being the garden, shit, just watching and shit, watching the aisle. Yeah, because we live so close to Target, dude. Our apartments were like on this hill, like they built it like on top of this hill for some reason, and the Target was right in the bottom. Mm. Yeah. So we just hopped this little fucking gate that the apartments would put, Man, and just fucking like run down this hill. But it was already like a path carved out of it for so many people doing it over the years. And you just walk down that shit and there was a movie theater. In the beginning, there was this big arcade called Yellow Brick Road, dude. No, but arcade machines and fucking games. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, uh, and right next to that was the Target. So we'd go jack there like fucking nonstop. A few of my homies got caught. One time a, a cop pulled, a cop fucking drove by with one of my homies behind them. And are you guys know where this guy lives? And we're all like, no, we don't know him. It was not my homie straight up snitch. He's like, yeah, he lives right there. Pointed it uh, out. Uh, we're like, you fucking idiots. So within like that year, three of my homies, oh, including me, so three of us got caught stealing at that Target. All three of y'all got on probation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, banned from the fools. store. I know. I know. My my ass got probation. And I settled down, so those are my Jack and stories. <laughs> I, remember the, I remember this one kid, I, I, uh, I trespassed him and everything. Nah. And he looked like a giant, uh, you know that kid from Jerry Maguire with the glasses? He looked like a teenage version of him. And he, <laughs> he was part of that group home. And I was like, you can't come here, you're banned, whatever. And um, and uh, years later, I was still working there. And he came in, he was so scared, like looking back at me, he kept double and. Uh, I was just like dogging him down, like I remember, yeah. motherfucker. But it was just to scare him. He didn't steal. Like, like I said, I wasn't there to fuck people's shit up. But um, <laughs> there, there's a lot of funny stories. Like I'm, I'm thinking about, like I used to jack the jackers. That was allegedly. I would make them pay for the stuff they were buying, and then they wouldn't get to keep it. So I'll like make money for the store. But I just did that just to punk them. <laughs> nice. But yeah, that's how it was. Yeah. It's moisties. Mm. Moisty talk. That, that's highly illegal, so. That's that moisty talk. We're not supposed to. 
But whatever. I only got caught jacking stores once at TJ Maxx. You did? Jack the gang of stores, but I only got caught once at TJ Maxx and shit. <laughs> but we used to jack paint. That was our yeah. shit. We would yeah. rack paint everywhere. We'd go more by the beach area. Like that TJ Maxx? Beach. Right Soul near point? the beach. Well, no. That was some right other shit. Oh, we would boy. just go and jack shit right before school would start. You know, we'd all go and shit deep as fuck and jack shit. Oh, yeah, we dude. We did it a gang mean, of times at all the other stores, too, but we got caught at TJ Maxx. I used to like to jack just like uh, candy bars from yeah. from uh, Circle K. So you just pay for your Slurpee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you throw like three fucking king-size candy yeah. bars in there. And then you bury it in Slurpee <laughs> juice. Yeah. Oh, what? That's what those kids were doing. So you're paying That's how they were stealing. Yeah. You pay 89 cents for a Slurpee, but you're getting like three, four candy bars Hell with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you should do that shit all the time. Would you fill it all with Slurpee to, cu- to camouflage it? Or would you just yeah, put yeah, a to little? Camu- and to drink yeah. the Slurpee too. <laughs> of course. So you get, That's you know, smart. Yeah, yeah that it was smart. dope. And then we'd walk next door because my homie was, work- was working at that Little Caesars. And then he'd give us like this fucking crazy Supreme pizza for free. Like one they didn't even have on the menu. He's like, dude, I'm just making you some fucking dough. He's like, that's the way I eat it. So he'd make the dough himself like a certain way. And that was before uh, Little Caesars had the $5 pizza going on. We used to go across the street, too, to a little donut shop every night. Like, mostly every night. and fucking. Oh, right before they closed. They have everything for cheap, bro. Like, they'll just hook it up. Like, we'll just go fucking load up on donuts. Yeah, you buy like a donut that will give you like five. Because they're going to throw them away anyway. Get rid of them. Yeah, those little glazed ones, dude. I used to oh, load up yeah. on those, dude. Those little balls. Those little fucking what you got in there? Bomb, bro. How much can I get all them for? Yeah, slow yeah. the rest up. We got smart, though, bro. Like, there was this group of, uh, a Christian group that would go there and do Bible study or some shit. So no matter what we ordered, they would pay for it. Hmm. So we knew what oh, day yeah, they would be yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I swear, and then we'd like, let's go, bro. Let's go to the donut shop. I bet you those fools are going to be there. And they were every week once we, like, found out. So we'd order all these. At first, we only ordered like the two, three donuts we're gonna get, you know. And then they would all. The first time they're all like, "Oh, we'll pay for that." And we're like, "Are you sure?" Like, "Yeah, yeah, we got you guys." I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" So the next Let's time get the we go, we get a, ones like, yeah, we get a dozen, and then it goes to like two dozen. This guy. And no matter what, they just always would pay for it. Damn, that's dope. Mm-hmm. That was Name dope. Free donuts all the time. That's where your donation money was going. To the donuts. donuts. <laughs> donation. 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 I can Donut feel it in Donut the nations. air. Oh, oh, oh. I can feel it in my hair. And now it's time for the news with Keith. Motherfucking Flay. We got King Flay's gonna talk about number cooking news. He's gonna have number recipes for us mm. and where to go eat. Oh, that'd be dope, huh? <laughs> like King Flay? Souffle? King Souffle. So, um, you guys want options? Because like it's with your best shot. Yeah. You already know, Jamal. We trust uh, you. You're the most electrifying one of all time. Why wouldn't we take Get your... Get the, the sad one out the way, I guess? Why are you bringing us sad news for? <laughs> so, you guys ready? Yeah. So, please say a two-year-old died after two temporary steel walls... Uh, toppled onto her as she played at a suburban Chicago mall, and uh, it was in our uh, Orlando. So what toppled park. on her? Uh, two two temporary. Uh, there were two temporary steel walls. Oh, steel walls. Yeah, fuck. the steel walls weighed between seventy-five to hundred pounds and were three feet wide. Mm. How yeah. old was that baby? Two years old. She was two. 
Her Fuck, name is uh, Alexa Martinez. Makes you feel sad. And huh? it says, um, uh, so Tim McCarthy <laughs> spoke on the uh, the incident. Police, uh, which he's the police chief of Orland Park uh, in Illinois, the, uh, and he spoke and said that the manor is still under investigation after the incident, as it is unknown as to how the walls fell. Um, they are unsure as if one of the other children pushed it over because it was two of them that were just laying up against the wall. And somehow it fell on her and... Yeah. That's horrible, man. That's a So who's at fault at that? The inspectors? I no, so know. pretty much they don't know who's at fault. The manor is still yeah. under investigation Those because be they are unsure as if one of the other children pushed it over. But little children push pushing it over? It over? Yeah, big exactly. That's on the engineer's fault. Exactly. And you, like, they, this is exactly what the, the, the police chief was saying. How safe is that at a mall? Let's build a wall. Yeah. But, but even that, that like, if, if it was push. kids at two years old, how is that two-year-old yeah, pushing that wall? Pushing over. a seventy-five to hundred-pound yeah. wall over? Impossible. Not even te- like not even temporary walls, dude. Would um, need to be they need to be secure, secure, yeah. exactly. secured or strapped exactly. or out of the way of the public, so dude. Where, like, to where pretty much has to be like a car or yeah. something and still run through it. Or you can't just knock it over, wall. you know? Yeah, dude. Freehanding, oh, and but even at that, how can a two to four year old be able to, you know, exactly. knock over a seventy five to hundred pound fucking steel wall, dude? They weigh uh, like what twenty five pounds. It should be. In, it should have been enforced. Kids. Yeah, pr- you know, probably mm. around that. <laughs> but see, even if it was an adult that pushed it over, it sh- that shouldn't have been. It should be enforced to the exactly. point where exactly. that, that it's should not be a test. That what well, that should before they leave, yeah. like uh, is Ocean, this gonna fall? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, how sturdy is this really? Just to leave these two steel walls, just hundred pound wall right here. Just yeah. have a couple a chairs walrus, holding. A walrus should over. be able to fucking yeah. lean on that wall and yeah. not follow. Nah, over, that's on know? their fault. They're just finding, trying to find a way. Yeah, to Yeah, they're blame just trying to find the ways to get yeah. out of lawsuits. To blame a two year old though. Yeah, yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. That's corporate America, man. That is wild. Two year old, like oh yeah. It's two year old's fault. Got, got the strength of a world strongest two year old. It shouldn't have been there. <laughs> Damn, the world's strongest two year old shouldn't have been there. Is your two year old green? Huh? <laughs> is your two year old green? Is their two year old green? Hulk? Is your two year old green? Is that the Hulk's child? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So this next one is about Madrid. Two minutes later. <laughs> so a massive storm around Spain's capital on Monday spawned severe rain and hail that triggered dramatic flooding that swept away vehicles and causing numerous rescue throughout the region. Shit. Madrid was hit by the storm throughout the day that caused flight delays, flooding tunnels, and parking lots to flood as well. Oh, Firefighters shit. responded to more than a, a thousand calls for, uh, for services, most which included falling trees or flooding. We should do a call in with Joey, see if he answers, be like, hey, what's going on in Spain? Sorry, like two in the morning. Or Spain's oh, media, yeah. media, they're up, they're meteorological, right? Oh, yeah, it's like five over there right now. They're yeah, Spain's right meteorological now. agency said that <laughs> by Tuesday, the rain had moved to the eastern coast, such as Malaco. Malaco. Malaco, Spain? Malaco. Morocco? M-A-L-O-R. Las Calacas? Venimos a bailar. So what happened? Give me a recap. Was it paying attention? Was it an earthquake? You said? No, no, no. So pretty much it was a massive storm that caused flooding. And hail and everything like that. But they said that out of all the damages and everything, there was no reports of people having to be rescued for injuries. Oh, that's good. Nice. So I don't have to call Joey for an update. Yeah. Nobody got injured. It was just as far as, far as no power outages. Well, I'm pretty sure there was that. Oh, Madrid is legit, dude. I would like to literally go like spend a month there. 
Oh yeah. On the beaches? Mm. No, uh, I'm talking about like the, the city, the, the barrio. It's like the beautiful thing in the world, dude. You just walk for, you walk like 10, 15 miles a day, but it's everywhere you're stopping, you're just drinking beer. Uh, I remember. Like, oh yeah, I remember. Their go-to drink is that. coffee and beer. That's it. That's their like. Their main. That's their drinks? staple of every, drinks. Food. Their food ain't that great, but oh, who gives okay. a fuck? Are all you're eating is like cheese and salamis. Salted and potato. Like, yeah, like bread. Their food's good, but it ain't like the greatest shit in the world. I mean, it's enough to sustain you. The jamon. The jamon is fucking top notch. So yeah. uh, this but last, this last little news that's report what I got. Mikey got caught before we in get into Dallas. Yeah, yeah, you can't like even that. bring that over. He had ham in his pocket. Amazon. Huh? Yeah, about the Amazon, not the Amazon company, the Amazon rainforest. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, huh? So it says that the Amazon is burning at an alarming rate. <laughs> As tens of thousands of fires lay waste to the world's largest tropical forest, 74,000 wildfires across Brazil this year um, have been accounted for. That's 85% over the same rate. That's up to 85% more over the same period in 2018. Yeah, that motherfuckers is lying. That, the, that shit is not a wildfire. Those were intentionally said. Yeah. By the so farmers. let me get to that. Yeah, so it fucking. says the, the farmers, Amazon. Yeah, yeah there are control fires. The yeah. Amazon is supposed no, to be, but. The Amazon is known as the lungs lungs of the world, absorbing greenhouse gases that would otherwise harm the planet. People are cutting down portions of the forest, leaving them to dry and set them on fires. This practice is illegal, but not being monitored by Brazil's government. They believe not. uh, So the the government's like the government's like organizations, they believe non-government organizations could be starting them to make his administration look bad. Um, the president, so he, t- he barely took off or the government <laughs> or whatever it is there. Jamal he, has a little mini Amazon fire going on on the top of his hair. Look. <laughs> so yeah, he barely... Like little smoke. Yeah. Wait. Your, your jerk curls on fire. You're going to turn like your brother. Oh shit, don't say that. <laughs> So, yeah, so he barely took office January 1st. And, uh, yeah, they believe that um, other non-government organizations are starting these fires, dude, just to, like... No, I think they are. They were controlled fires, right? Like they do everywhere. They're both. They were meant to be. They got out of control on them or what? Yeah, they were meant to be. Or they connected. Because the farmers usually burn down a section. What do you mean by they're both? Franco said they're both. There's some gun, non-government agencies that are kind of using the disguise of the farmers doing yeah, it naturally. Exactly. That's exactly what they're saying. They're using the disguise of the farmers and going out there and burning these. Uh, oh, okay. They're kind of saying these fires are yeah. going on too, but we're going to start these ones too. Just so we could, we got, you got, you know, you got 10,000 over here. Let's start another 15,000 or another 5,000. and We'll just blend in and look like more farmers. We should have asked Bruno last week, huh? They evacuate all the residents and shit. And then they can claim ownership to yeah. the land. And then there's uh, also the aspect that not only so they they call it the lungs of the of the what's it lungs of the world iron yeah. lungs. no so they uh, call it the lungs of the yeah the lungs yeah. of the world but there's actually more 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 oxygen is produced and cleaned through like the algae that's in the ocean and yeah. and, the, and mm-hmm. the rivers then it is the then it is the actual Amazon um so we're killing that but the, but the Amazon yeah. is a big yeah. Amazon <laughs> Amazon go to Amazon <laughs> Amazon is a big portion of Amazon that Amazon no yeah I, I think mean, every creature yeah. almost every creature on this planet that right now pie. has plastic in their system somehow. Oh, and, they, and that what they say in your bloodstream, right? There's plastic. We do for sure. Yeah, I just had a, ate a bunch of plastic bags right so now. So it says that, lunch. so <laughs> with the last little sentence on that, the, last, the cap up on that, so it says that now the administration is attempting to pro, uh, put protections on these areas such mm. as the Amazon. 
hope so. Like heavy protections, you know? Because they were, because they were like, they were like, pretty much people were saying like, oh, well, can the Amazon burn, like at that rate, in the Amazon? And they were saying no, you know, and that's true, dude. The Amazon is the climate there; it's too fucking, it's too moist, it's too, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's too much hydration, dude. Now they gotta ask the question whether that land (laughs) is gonna stay protected by the federal government. I think it. I think it will. Like they, they're gonna seize ownership of the land, or are they gonna leave the land to the indigenous people that were there and just protect them entirely with the land? I think a sense of kind of both. Like they're gonna kind of take ownership. Yeah, they're gonna kind of take ownership as well as protecting the people. Then ten years down the road, they can sell it off to private organizations. Yeah, because. Because there's still, there's still there's still tribes and shit of people yeah. that live on the Amazon, dude. Like, they right. survive off of nothing but the Amazon and, the, and you know, what the Amazon provides for them and shit. Dude. They're going to so be like, all right, we've seen Area 51, we're relocating to the Amazon. We've seen other administrations do the same shit. I was just going to say that. We saw that in South Phoenix with the gentrification that's going on with Sagrado. So yeah, exactly. Get right. Get they, right. they had Aztec. They had uh, Aztec. <laughs> I think that, that should be like one, there. one area in the world where you're like, where it is literally off limits, restricted to be able to crop down that part of the fort, well, that part of the area and build like farmings hey, and everything like that in the Amazon, dude. I don't, I don't think anybody should be able to like. I think the Amazon should be like a sanctuary. Amazon. Like, well, it is supposed to. Like, it is. That's the thing. Yeah, it, it is. But, but I mean, it is. But just the fact that they're not enforcing it. You know, or enough for it's up to Brazil's have government, regulation. Man. Yeah, it's up to Brazil's government, and they're the ones that are fucking it all up, dude. Like they need that good vibration ray gun. We have they pretty our much, government. They pretty much like said, "Oh, here, here's this bill. You can't fuck well, with the Amazon, but we're not gonna watch you. We're not gonna enforce it, but we're just gonna, we're gonna, pr- we're gonna like, we're we gonna have our government over here selling off uh, national park land. No, oh, and making mm-hmm. it. They're trying to make it available for private ownership now. And then to not even to like companies they're from out of this country. They are, they have operations here too, but they're based in other countries like China. You'd be surprised how much land China, China owns in America, China. man. China. Yeah, that shit's crazy, dude. Who? China. Yeah, that shit's a trip, dude. So they, s- that's why I trip out when they say, "Oh, they're gonna protect it." But what was that porno actress who was on the WWF? She made China. Mia Khalifa. Oh yeah, her too. Yeah, she only made uh, twelve Gs in her porn career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Huh? You know, you know what I heard? She got, she got fucked. <laughs> no, no, always. But those uh, the por- porn videos are actually supposed to just be like advertisements for escort girls. Hmm. So like a lot of those porno, well, yeah, they por- make those pornographies uh, they actresses. Oh, they get paid. Sure. Yeah. They yeah. get paid for private shit, private well, filming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like that's their whole thing, though. Is you, go, you could go. Would you guys? Have you had the dough? Would you pay a porn star to come and make a video no, with nah. you? No. Nah. Wait. Say, would I pay a porn star to come and make a nah. video with you? Nah, I'll just pay yeah. a regular. No, that's, yeah, he thought too long. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I was thought too long. Well, I had to think about it. About I was like, like, wait, pay a porn star to come make a... If you had the money to do that. Yeah, no, I don't No, I don't think I... No. That's like the legal pimp game. You have these agencies and shit that oh, run these, me, these porn stars. Because I don't, I don't... I won't even go to this the strip club then to you got pay this. a girl to dance on me. I'm not going to pay a girl to sleep with me. You want to beat this meat like Rocky in the freezer? You want to? You mean get to? You want to get to? No... El Salsage, you know? Crazy game, man. But yeah, so Mia Khalifa, I could understand that. And there's a... Yeah, it's supposed to be like advertisement. So you can call these... Hey, did it, girls. You, you heard how Robert Kraft got off his prostitution thing? Hmm. Who? Remember Who? how uh, the owner of the, yeah. of the New England the Patriots? Patriots? Oh, yeah. So, so the court just told him, like, 
all you gotta do is say you're guilty but we're not gonna put a guilty charge on you we're not gonna like there's gonna be nothing on your record and pay this fine but just say you're guilty like what happened with Joe Pyle? i don't know but so he said he's he's guilty of committing those those crimes those crimes but he's just gonna pay a fine and we're good because he's too old to go to jail plea deal Mm-hmm. We're going to do a little special edition of Burpees and Shaw. We're going to pin the left side versus the right side. We're talking about Democrats and Republicans. We're talking about Franco and I'm King J versus Alto and Prodi. The biracials versus here's the, the Mexicans. <laughs> here's the rules. I'm going to give you guys each Shasha question. At, you know, bounce back and forth. Shasha. Shasha. We're going to ba- bounce back and forth, give you guys questions. First one to get three questions right is the winner. We're going to play rock, paper, scissors. You pick who's going to be Rochambeau. your player. King J, who's going to be your player? Rochambeau. Let's do this. Let's do some rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. First one to get three right is the winner. Let's do this. Rock, paper, scissors. Hold on. Oh, they both did rock. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> one, <laughs> two, three. Go. Ooh, they bo- oh, so King J, yeah. do you want to go it's first or you want to let them go first? I mean, since we're playing by those rules, I guess we'll go first. And I'm not going to give them no whiffle first balls. Smart tactics. I'm going skip, to skip the easy shit. No Uh-oh. All right, let's do this. Olympic gold medalist Ian Thorpe, Stephanie Rice, Elizabeth Trickett, Mike Wenden, and John Hendricks represented which country? Sweden, New Zealand, Australia, or Finland? Let me look it up. I think it's I think it's Australia. I Australia. Think, I think. I, you guys want to go, go with you because I don't know Australia. Yeah. Is that your guys' final answer? Yeah. Let's see. You guys are correct. Uh, That's a beautiful uh, guess. Nice. All right, you guys ready? And there's Who? no steals, is there? It's no just steals. one backpack. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are up one. You guys two got down. one right here. Let me let me put it down on my scoreboard. One down, two to go. Who is the author of Lolita? Vladimir Nabokov. Lolita. Nabokov. Ellen G. White, J.D. Slinger, or Paulo Coelho. <laughs> Who is the author of Lolita? 18 seconds. Vladimir Nabokov, Ellen G. White, J.D. Slinger, or Paul Calho. You, you guys got one. 10 seconds. Yeah, the last, the last one. one. Paulo Calho. And you guys are wrong. Mm-hmm. Guys. The first one. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. No, first one to get three right. Not no, what was the answer? Oh, I don't know. It was <laughs> the first one. Yeah, first well, one. Yep. The for one of the first two, uh, the Spanish. The Luftwaffe <laughs> was the name given to the Air Force of which country during World War Two? Germany, I think. Russia, Poland, Italy, or Germany? Germany. 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 Guys, is that your Germany. final answer? Yeah. Final answer, Germany. You guys still got 27 seconds. Are you guys going with Germany? Germany? Yeah, yeah, Germany, 27 seconds. Let's do this. Germany. <laughs> you guys are correct. Oh, man. More. Which of these countries is the furthest north? Croatia, Poland, Macedonia, Ma- Macedonia. I love their nuts. Macedonia, Macedonia, Macedonia. Albania. Which of these countries is the furthest north? Croatia, Poland, Macedonia, mm. or Albania? We can't steal. No. No, no steals today. Oh shucks. You guys got. 10 seconds. Poland. Poland. Let's see. Let's see. You guys are correct. That's beautiful. 
Let me get you guys on the scoreboard. Only sounds the one north. If they get this, if they get this right, the last one. If they get this right, they win it. Canada, North. No idea. Which natural phenomenon was Foucault's pendulum designed to demonstrate? Gravity, passage of time, water displacement, or rotation of the Earth. What's it called? Which natural phenomenon was the Falcult Pandulum? Pendulum. Pendulum? Pendulum? Pendulum. Pendulum. P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M. Falcult. Yeah, what are the answers? Oh, you guys missed. So your turn. (laughs) What was it? It was the last one. What was it? I don't know. (laughs) It (laughs) went too fast. Yeah. Which of these groups was named after the drummer and the bass player? Simon and Garfunkel, Fleetwood Mac, Leonard Skinner, or Manfred Mann? Which of these groups was named after the drummer and the bass player? Simon and Garfunkel, Fleetwood Mac, Leonard Skinner, or Manfred Mann? Leonard. Leonard? Leonard Skinner. You guys going with Leonard? And you guys are not right. It was uh, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood. Uh, you, you guys were still alive. Let's give this to the... End this. I'll try to give you guys a comeback. End it right here. Didn't want to take it. Let's give Damn this... Uh, we're, we're going through commercials. Make sure to tune into KDIF. KDIF.org tomorrow night at midnight. Arizona time. Google it, you dumb bastards. All right. <laughs> Sri Lanka National Museum in Colombo. Oh, Sri Lanka's National Museum is in, in Colombo. How was Sri Lanka known before 1972? Bangladesh? Ceylon? C-E-Y-L-O-N? Burma or South India? Ceylon? Right? C-E-Y. Sri Lanka? Uh, South India, or what was the first one? Bangladesh, Ceylon, Burma, or South India? I don't Seven seconds. Let's do this. It's either Bangladesh or South India. Let's South India? Berlin. Or Bangladesh? Bangladesh. Bangladesh. All right, let's see. You guys are wrong. Which uh, was it? It was Ceylon. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. I mean, either. Sounded like Salafame. Salafame. <laughs> Which of the following is a theory in physics? Schrodinger's cat, <laughs> Schrodinger's rat, Schrodinger's bat, or Schrodinger's hat. Which of these follows a theory in physics? Schrodinger's cat, Schrodinger's rat, Schrodinger's bat, or Schrodinger's hat. You guys got 14 seconds to work fall. with. Is it cat, rat, bat, or hat? The following a theory of physics. Like bat wings? You guys got five seconds. What's the last one? Or three. Hat. Hat. Fuck hat. Thought it was a cat. I think it is cat. cat. You said cat? cat? No, they said hat. You said hat? Yeah. It was cat. Oh, you guys should have <laughs> your instincts. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I think it's cat. Cat so instincts. <laughs> the world's oldest emergency call service was introduced first in the London area in 1937. What telephone number was used? 911. 999-119 or 1111. I mean, 11. One, one. Three ones. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one. 911. 
119 or 111? Uh, 111 maybe, just because it's yeah, the let's first. That one. Is that your final? Yeah. The beginning yeah. of it all. 1111. Nope, it was 999. Oh. Triple nine. nine. You guys are still Damn. alive. Wait, Ooh. Lundish. Which of the following <laughs> styles involves painting with your fingers? No, I'm not going to. I'm skipping that. <laughs> Also I would have known that for like sure. Fino banging. Two Fino girls, bangy. one cup. <laughs> <laughs> Retired French midfielder. It's a ne- oh, you already know that one, right? Zanessa Dean is affectionately known by fans as what nickname? Z, Sizu, Sizi, or Ledain? Z. We can skip it. Sizu, Sizi, <laughs> or Ledain? Let's see. Yeah, it's a nine Zina day. It's affectionately known as fans to what nickname? Z? I think it's a Z. Z? Nope, Sizu. 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 Hold the question. Damn, you guys, dude, you guys have been retarded. on two forever. <laughs> I know. Oh, right. Well, they've been on one forever. Well, Don't I be singling us out. <laughs> Mount. Cos- Mount up. Cuisco. Cosquisco. What the fuck? K-O-S-C-I-U-S-K-O is the highest point in which continent? <laughs> Australia, Africa, Antarctica, or Europe? Mount Kosciuszko. Uh, Australia? Australia? Is yeah. that your final answer? Australia. Australia. It was right. You guys win. <laughs> Damn, we got some winners. Man, that was chicken, hard. Didn't yeah. it? <laughs> you guys started off strong, and then you guys had plenty of chances. We're too. trying to help you guys. We're trying to make it a. We're uh, calling it a cliffhanger. <laughs> plenty of chances, you know. But fuck, dude, I'm fucking sweating like a goddamn slaving devil pigeon coop over here. You know? Smoky, Smoky, is that you over there taking the shit? Now nah, shout out everybody. I mean, you guys got any final thoughts? Franco. Yeah, final thoughts. Uh, tomorrow, we got a big day. Thursday, there's going to be um, a giant, uh, not even a graph battle, just a graph throwdown, a bunch of artists, uh, graffiti artists uh, mm-hmm. that put mm-hmm. up, that been up in the streets. Oh, they're not street artists. They're graph artists. They're graph writers. And uh, we've got about 30-plus people that are coming through, going to be painting. King Jay's a dick writer. <laughs> Come by, mean? say what's up. Go go look at the the work that's on the wall over at the KDF studio, sixty four oh one South Sixteenth Street. Uh we're gonna have um we're gonna be start doing an open mic afterwards. Mm-hmm. So uh doing a lot of good stuff for the community. Really good stuff that uh that's putting us in charge, that's putting us in the driver's seat. Putting uh, so sh- on the map. Yeah. So uh we'll be there. We'll be doing our thing. Shout out to everybody here. Uh Mikey, hope you feel better. Uh Oh, dude, there's somebody. There's a yeah. little bug going around. Yeah, yeah make sure you're watching out, taking your vitamins, drinking water, and, and send your prayers. Hydrated. Yeah, shout out to everybody on the south side. Stay up. We're, we're, we will overcome. Now nah, it's it's definitely not a definitely not a, a defeat in any way. I don't we, know. We're gonna be riding that motherfucker. Just one yeah. battle of the war, man. We're gonna yeah. hot box the fucking battle. The fucking trolley, dog. You yeah. know what I mean. We're definitely going to take over take that. On. We're going to take it over and do what we do. We take it over. They they put it there, and then we, we tell them what to do with it. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be there. I'm cool. King J. Just shout out to everybody here. Shout out to Mikey. Hope you feel better. Brody. Shout out to everyone tuned in, you know, to the podcast. And um, 
yeah just shout out everybody um you know already smoky smoke shop go get your doobies little glassware all that fun stuff and um yeah just uh tune in saturday now to the great beyond and shout out kdif 102.9 south phoenix stand, stand up. up and um yeah let's just keep it rolling hell yeah i'd like to thank these motherfuckers for showing up alto franco jamal brody you know what i mean we're gonna do our thing no matter what yeah. make sure to go check out the kdif situation on thursday what's the date august what august 29th thursday mm-hmm. evening yeah that's what's up oh yeah and shout yeah. out to you guys for coming out alto you're painting alto. too right yeah i'm painting alto yeah. any I'm last words closing thoughts close the show out yeah man just uh want to say much love to everybody that listens reads watches fucks with us on the daily you know just keep stay tuned there's a lot going on we'll keep you informed on a lot of shit much love we are we are who are we who the fuck are who we who are we we are the roach clay podcast hey. taco tuesday hmm. <laughs> like wet butt wednesday you remind me uh, you remind me of like the end of uh the end of uh the ladies man you know it's like i have reached the bottom of my cavassier so that means this is the end of the show <laughs> you'd be like I reached the last can in my 32 pack. <laughs> I like that, bro. I should start running the podcast like that. So we bring a 32 pack. Yeah. It's not over till we finish that motherfucker. That's got to be like a Friday night one. Oh, so next Friday. um, That was 24. Next Friday, we're going to do a movie night here. So you guys want to fucking. Do I have to dress up like 80s? No. We're going to watch La Bamba first. Ah. And then we'll just take turns from there every first Friday of the month. If you guys are down. La Bamba? Yeah. Like blood in, blood out. Yeah, exactly. So we'll watch all those cool movies. That was a little bonus clip for you listeners that stay longer. (laughs) The rest of you could go fuck yourselves. If you guys didn't make it this far, go fuck yourself. All you motherfuckers that made it this far, thank you guys for listening. Go on the Roach Clip podcast. Let us know what you think about uh, from the great beyond. King J's radiation gun. We're in the works right now. We're talking to Tony Starks. Care Bears there. Yeah, so we got Tony Starks fucking um, trading knowledge with the Care Bears creator right now to see how he created those rainbows to come out of their stomach. And we're going to get on that. <laughs> and the rest of you, you guys get on the, on the interwebs and go to roachclippodcast.com. Show us some love. Log in. You don't even have to buy anything. Everything's free buy everything though pretty soon though it's gonna be a fee just to go in you know when you go to a porn site and ask you if you're over 21 yeah. this is gonna be like let me you see got your 299 motherfucker <laughs> per click click no, I'm just joking peace out that gum like chalky huh that gum chalky like it's a breaking down <laughs>